Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast. And today we have a good one. It's the Lord of the Rings tier list. We are going to tier rank every commander from Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings Commander. And uh, in true Lord of the Rings fashion, it's probably going to take multiple episodes. We're going to go for two <laughs> so episodes direct, here. This is director's cut. This is the director's <laughs> cut. The trilogy. Hopefully <laughs> not. Extended. <laughs> Download our Blu-ray version. Uh, but, okay. So... There are 121 legends. We're gonna we're gonna breeze through them. We're gonna focus on the interesting ones. There are a lot of characters. We're gonna hit all your favorite characters. A reminder: this is a power ranking. We're gonna rank cards on their power levels. So if your favorite character has a unpowerful card, don't worry. They can still be your favorite character. It is not a commentary on your character or anything like that. We're just trying to rank the cards in terms of pure power. But before we get into our power rankings, join with me today is Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How are you doing, Seth? I'm doing really well. Excited to talk about my favorite <coughs> movie trilogy. Are you, Seth? <laughs> I mean, you've watched it most recently out of all of us, right? I think, unless Tom Ghost people. watched it in the Ghost last people. week. Ghost people. Ghost people S tier. That's all I got to say about <laughs> this movie. Okay. <laughs> we, we have our uh, local Lord of the Rings expert who watches the director's cut every year. Tomer, budget commander, how are you doing? Oh, I thought it was Krim. I thought that was a setup for no, Krim. No, 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 no. He's the doctor of Lord of the Rings. Yes. No, you're, you're the casual <laughs> super fan that watches I'm it every un- year. Unironically, a fan of the franchise. I'm very excited for this one. And um, yeah, three more movies. Let's do it. All right. And then Krim, the Asian Avenger, our resident doctor in Lord of the Rings. He has studied Lord of the Rings in a formal setting. He has written essays on Lord of the Rings. You, you need to stop that. You need to, people have asked me, like, they're just like, wait, why did you study Lord of the Rings? How much do you love it? I'm like, no, no, no. I don't love this franchise. You need to. But you did study it. So you're highly I did, knowledgeable. I did. I did. Unfortunately. Yeah, I did. Against my he will. He hates it, but he's literally studied it in school. And so, I am uh, Richard. I am just a normal Lord of the Rings fan. I, I love Lord of the Rings, actually. One of the reasons I love magic as well. I, I like dwarves, elves, goblins, those kind of things. So uh, before we get to today's show, today's show is brought to you by Card Conduit, the easiest way to sell your magic cards. Card Conduit lets you skip all the typing, timing associated uh, with buy listings. So their curated service lets you send in as many cards as you want with buy list value $1 or more, and you'll pay just a 5% service fee. And you can also use their sorted service where you pre-sort your cards and pay only 2%. You get a detailed report and fast payment once your order is processed. And you get 10% off by heading over to cardconduit.com slash mtggoldfish. So thank you, Card Conduit, for supporting our show. And you can also support our show by liking, subscribing, following on your favorite podcast platforms. So be sure to do that. And uh, let's get into our power ranking. So we are rating these cards as if they are your commander. So as, as the helm of your deck and an S to D scale, slightly different because you're a commander. So S is like arch enemy commander. You're prosperous. You sit down. Everyone's like shaking in their boots when they see your commander. Mm-hmm. A tier must kill. Hits the battlefield. Super scary. You're probably going to try to fire off some removal if you can. B is a strong but replaceable commander. A very strong commander, but, you know, there are other commanders that, that kind of do the thing. C Mediocre commander, just, you know, just some filler commander. D, uh, brought out for the special jank weeks. Uh, maybe there's a special theme you got or you're going super deep on your meta deck there. Uh, so those are our rankings. Uh, again, we're ranking on power, not flavor. So uh, uh-huh. some, some of our favorite characters do not have high ratings here. So 
I uh, will add right there, though, yep. that even if your favorite character gets a bad ranking on a card, don't worry. We have up to five different versions of certain characters. <laughs> Many oh, characters, yeah. especially like the main characters, have multiple character, uh, multiple cards, up to five. I think Gandalf is the highest with five of them. So. Yeah. I mean, even, if, even if your favorite version of your character is bad, you can still play it. Yeah. I mean, we play with bad cards all the time. You just got to build around it. Maybe you got to invest more in your deck. You got to put some Teferi's protections in to carry your commander. But you can play with all the cards. That's the beauty of Magic the Gathering. So we're going in alphabetical order, by the way. Uh, that way, the similar characters are grouped together. And then also you can just skip forward to whatever character you want as well yeah can you imagine like 121 timestamps in a youtube video that, that, that's what you're doing right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you're doing right <laughs> all right uh kicking things off aragorn starting with a uh aragorn has four versions okay uh just so if you're curious uh there is the main set there's also a commander product so that also has different versions. And then there's also different rarities within the main set. So sometimes it'll have a mythic and a rare, and then a mythic, a rare, uh, an uncommon, things like that. So Aragorn and Arwen wed. Six mana, three, six vigilance. Uh, Selesnya colors, which is green and white. Uh, when it ETBs or attacks, put a plus one, plus one counter on each other creature you control. You gain one life for each other creature. Uh, pretty mediocre, right? Seas all across the board. Nothing too interesting there. Uh, six mana, you expect a lot from your commander. This doesn't really yeah. do much for six mana. Uh, like, it's so a good speaking, effect, but it's like <clears throat> six mana is for, for that. Yeah. yeah. So, how about three mana Aragorn? So, three mana, same colors, green, white, three, three. Uh, whenever the ring tempts you, if you choose a creature other than Aragorn as your ring bearer, put your choice of a counter from among first strike, vigilance, death touch, and lifelink on Aragorn. Whenever you put one or more counters on Aragorn, Put one of each of those kind of counters on up to one other target creature. So you need to get tempted, uh, and then you can like double up on counters. Uh, myself and Tomer put it at C. Crim and Seth are a little higher at B. Is this a good? It's commander, a fine. Seth? It's a fine. <laughs> it's a fine plus one plus one counter commander. It has a unique ability, but. There's a lot of Selesnya plus one plus one counter commanders, so I think it's like eh, pretty pretty replaceable. But I do like the doubling up the counter effect that it offers from the command zone. I also like that it gives like first strike, you know, death touch as opposed to just a vanilla one one counter, and it's only mm -hmm. three mana. So I, I I I don't think it's like a big investment, and the uh, doubling up of the counters is nice at three mana. We have to run ring temps you cards. That's the, yeah, that's, that's the problem. I, you yeah. gotta get tempted by the ring to get yeah. the the special counters, and yeah. then other than that's that, if true. you're just doubling counters, it's like yeah, it's like eh, sure. It's not yeah, it's not doubling. It's, it's not like, like the best cards. It's, it's yeah, it's not doubling. It's adding one. You gotta sure. add one at it's a time. It's adding one. The yeah. problem is but that like, Aragorn doesn't do anything by itself, and when and when it does sure. something, it needs to be really good. But it's and mediocre. The ring tempts you mechanic is not really that much of a payoff. I got to play you, with it a bit, and it's right? not like, like a lot actually of cards, that strong. Come on, a lot of cards that tempt you payoffs can also tempt as well, so you don't have to play with yeah. kind of mediocre tempt you cards. But uh, Aragorn kind of needs fair. them. Uh, okay, so that's 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 two color. When he gets three colors, maybe he's better. So we got blue, red, and white. Four mana Aragorn. He's now the king of Gondor. Okay, four four. Vigilance, lifelink. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. Whenever Ar Aragorn attacks, up to one target creature can't block this turn. If you're the monarch, creatures can't block this turn. And remember, monarch is a is an emblem you get 
where if you control it, you draw a card at the end of the turn. But if someone hits you, they can take it. This one. Pretty sweet. We got all Bs across the board, right? This this is a good commander, right? You get Monarch when he ETBs. That draws a card at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean the Monarch's I mean, really powerful. But it's other than that, it's like kind of generic. Like it doesn't really ask for much other than like play me and I'll make you the Monarch. Well, I, I think Monarchy is a fairly popular archetype. I know a lot of people just default to Marchesa the... Uh, I think it's Marchesa, Queen, Queen Marchesa. Mardu it's Queen Marchesa, that's yeah, Mardu. Marchesa. And then there's Mardu. Jared Carthalion, which is a lot less popular. But Queen Marchesa's monarchy is pretty popular. And I don't think she's really had a, a contestant for the crown, as it were, uh, for that archetype. And I think Aragorn is like a really good contender for that. Like, it gives you the monarchy. It's, it has blink potential as well on that. And then once you have the monarchy, you can just start swinging for lethal because it gives you perfect evasion. And it gives you a little bit of evasion to to steal the crown back if you need to right. as well. So I actually like this card a lot for monarchy. But it's if not you like have a haste enabler, it's super scary, right? It comes down, yeah. you get monarch, your team can't be blocked. Uh, someone is eating a big fat combat. So uh, yeah, pretty good. I mean, it's four mana, four for life link too. Yeah. Okay. But that's okay, right? We got we got we got the good Aragorn for last. <laughs> the Uniter. Okay, red, green, white, blue. So four colors, it's four mana, five, five. When you cast a white spell, create a one-one white human soldier creature token. When you Love cast it. a blue spell, scry two. When you cast a red spell, deals three damage to target opponent. When you cast a green spell, target creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn. Uh A's across the board. It's cracked. <laughs> it's good, right? I mean, yeah. Like, what do you? What do you? What, like, like. So this is just good all around. It does something at every every turn that sticks around. And how does this work with a multicolored spell? You get if all of the exact, abilities, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you, if you play go, a five right? color spell, or you play a four color spelling sword, yeah, you get all four spell. abilities. Um, yeah. So if I get to like Jeskai charm somebody, then I get to do like a lot of stuff there, right? Like that's really sweet. I. I, I don't know. This this is and it's on a five five body, a four mana five five. That's pretty good. I'm yeah, like I mean borderline. it's oh go ahead. I think it's good. The problem, I think, what keeps it from being higher ranked and being S tier is you really need to untap with it. Like it, it, unlike the the S tier strongest commanders do something right away. They ETB. They trigger on your end step. They trigger on your first combat. Argon. If you untap with it and you build like a multicolor matters deck, which is how you'd build around this, it's going to be really, really strong. But for me, like because it doesn't do anything right away and it's just a 5-5 five, five on turn four, it's hard for it to really be an S tier. Because if your opponents just kill it and then you got to cast again for six man and they just kill it, like you're not doing the cool things. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually like I would I'd, I'd put it as a very low A, probably a B because... It basically is multicolor matters, and I see it actually best as a Lucky Charms commander because all these abilities can happen at instant speed. So if you need like a chump blocker, for example, you can cast a white spell, a multicolor charm that is white, and put a surprise blocker on the battlefield, surprise pump something for four and four. But the problem is that like if I am going for Lucky Charms, the best one is still Ramos because it's five colors, so you get uh, you get access to black as well. And the payoff is just way better because you generate like a ton of mana and you have like a one shot uh, killer in, with flying. Um, so Aragorn, like I think is just going to be the best and it has to be multicolored matters. And I just think Ramos is just better at it. So that's Ramos why I kind of like put it lower, but I put it, S2 I put it in the 99. Almost, right? like, 
I mean, yeah, Ramos is. But Air, right? I mean, Aragorn yeah, is Ramos more is aggressive. That. Like, right. Aside from the blue ability, it makes a soldier. It pumps and it like dobes someone. So if you're not trying to get value, but like actually attack people, I think Aragorn would be pretty sweet. I mean, I see. I see no reason not to even like discredit the blue. The blue's great in an aggro deck, right? Because then you get to scry, fix your draws, get to more aggression, and when you're like kind of in need of uh, something to help push you over the top, this is good. Yeah. yeah. All right, so A Solid for Aragorn. A. So the best one is this four color one, and then the the other the other two are bad. Aragorn actually got pretty good cards. A lot of a yeah. lot of other characters got some pretty mediocre cards. You could actually choose between these and like be quite reasonable. Um, My favorite is the king one, even though I think it's less powerful. Uh, it's like just having a just guy monarch matters commander is really cool. Like now we actually have some diversity and it's in more monarchy. unique, right? Yeah, yeah, because that color combination. All right. Uh, moving on, Arwen. Arwen has three versions. Okay, we're going to start off with the uncommon one, which is green and a blue, 2-2. Two, two. Whenever you scry, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creatures, six mana, scry two. Uh, so we, we're we actually kind of all over the place on this one. So we've averaged it out to a C, but Tomer has it at B. Seth has it at D. This is the uncommon Arwen. So Tomer, what, what is the pop-off scenario here for Arwen? I mean, scrying matters is primarily blue and green. You have access to both. And uh, we just had a scrying matters pre-con with the elves uh, in Lord of the Rings. So we got a lot of new support cards for that. And it's a two drop. It's a two drop that just really efficiently puts out plus one, plus one counters. The biggest thing is that she can't really scry efficiently herself. Six mana to scry to is just awful. I mean, like if you have enough mana, you could do it. But like. I think it's just like a, for two mana, it's a pretty darn good way of combining scrying and plus one plus one counter synergies. Like it, the ask is not very big, is why I, I think it's a B. So I, I have mean, it. I, this, this, oh yeah, go ahead. I have it as a D because we just got better ones. Like they printed like three scry matter simic commanders in this exact set. So why would I ever play this uncommon one with six mana scry two when I could play like the rare Elrons or S stores or whatever that just like do way more things and also want me to build like the exact same deck. Like, I guess if I was playing peasant commander or something, but otherwise I don't know why I'd ever play this over like the rare scry commanders from the Lord of the Rings set. I mean, I think I'm like in between both you and Tomer, right? So like I have it at a C because I think that, you know, like it, it is two mana that this can get pretty big, pretty quick, right? Like the following turn right after I could serum visions and just start firing off a bunch of scries. And then it kind of becomes this weird scry Voltron where you just get 21 commander damage out of nowhere. Just from me scrying, right? Like, visions in commander <laughs> just to make Arwen work. <laughs> yeah, but like, why not? Why not? It, does that not make it grow quickly? Like, yeah, and so plus, like, I think plus one plus one is like pretty, it's a pretty mediocre payoff. Like, so if you grow Arwen, you can try to Voltron someone, like hit someone with commander damage. But like, you're, you're going through all this scrying and then you're just getting plus one plus one counters. I don't think it's really worth and. It's that much, all, so it's a kind of video and you gotta, card. And you got to point out it's one plus one plus one counter. You can scry a million and you get a single counter. When, like, Elrond is you get to put counters on things equal to the number of cards you look at when you scry. Like, it's just, like, the yeah, most watered-down yeah, possible version. 
two mana. But Arwen's two mana. Yeah. <laughs> like so then you turn visions into a three three, and I get them. Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, but you could fire off three. You could fire off three scry spells, and it's five, right? Like that's that's like not bad. Okay. You had to cast Aragorn and then scry with green spells, so you can pump Arwen like plus eight plus eight. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Elrond's effect is obviously strong over Elrond costs four mana. It's literally double. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it's ninety nine. Good, good it, reason to have both. It's an uncommon. So we're gonna we're gonna go up the ranks and we're going to go to the rare version of Arwen, and that's Weaver of Hope. One green green, so three mana, two one. Each other creature you control enters a battlefield with a number of additional plus one plus one counters on it equal to Arwen Weaver of Hope's toughness. Uh, so by default, that's just one counter. But uh, presumably, you would be pumping up Arwen to to be a bigger creature, and then you would put bigger counter or more counters on your other creatures. Uh, Weaver of Hope, bees across the board, just a a strong plus one plus one counters commander. It's nothing flashy, like it's nothing flashy, but yeah. I run I run Renata Call to the Hunt and a bunch of my green decks for plus one plus one counter themes. Not in the not as a commander, but as part of the ninety nine. And it only puts one counter on them when they enter the battlefield. This one can enter minimum one. It costs less mana than Renata. And it can easily, like, if you start pumping him, or you could re- easily start putting, like, three or more counters on your creatures that are entering the battlefield. Like, that's that's really efficient for a three drop. That's, that's something I, I'd be excited to build around, honestly. All right. Climbing up to Mythic. This is what Wizards wants us to play with here. Arwen, Mortal Queen... Gains the color, now Selesnia. So one green and white, two, two. Enters the battlefield with a indestructible counter on it. You can pay one mana, remove an indestructible counter from Arwen. Another target creature gains indestructible until end of turn. Put a plus one, plus one counter and lifelink counter on that creature. And a plus one, plus one counter and a lifelink counter on Arwen. We have a mixed group here. It's averaged out to a B, but Tomer and Krim at B. Seth and I at C. Krim, why are you so high on Mortal Queen? I mean, it comes in, it's indestructible, it's in the colors where it's not hard for you to just immediately have multiple indestructible counters. Uh, like, and then if you could spread that around, that's pretty wow. sick, dude. You get a bunch of, like, sweet abilities, and it, it's nothing flashy or wild. It doesn't, like, invent a whole new archetype. It does what Celestia does, but it just does it efficiently. So I, I, I like it. It's not, like, terrible. It's not ah. great. Indestructible... It might be the single most overrated keyword in Commander in 2023. <laughs> Everyone has learned that you play Exile-based removal, and that you play Farewell, and that you play Sunfall. Like, I think people have figured yeah, that out. Like, Indestructible out just doesn't mean... It's like Regenerate. It's the 2023 Regenerate. Yes. It used to matter like 20 years ago, but now it just like is not the upside that you probably think it is. You guys don't even... like You and you and Richard, in particular, don't even run like Swords of Postures and anything. You're always on banging on about the generous gift and, and whatnot. I'll anguish on making you, though. It still, it still doesn't make me even want to run it, even if you have an Arwen with an Indestructible yeah, if you say, counter. If you, and it's if one you indestructible say that, that everybody is running Exile removal and you two do not even run exile removal then i i call sus on <laughs> this uh metagame i mean i i'm here. not too scared of an indestructible creature and okay again like we we have phasing out we we have farewells and things like i, I don't know it's 
it, it's not too big of a deal, but you got to remove the counter from Arwen to do something. Like, <laughs> like just no. just being there as a three mana two two is like whatever, right? And you need to remove that indestructible counter, and then she doesn't have indestructible anymore, and she's just like a pseudo lord. Like she can pump your team slightly. Like what? Like what's 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 the what's the continual value generation here am i missing something you have to like proliferate these indestructible counters you proliferate it you use nesting grounds to move the counter to something else um there's a new it's a lot of work to like give an extra plus one plus one there's there's a white one there's a white wall that can hold on to to tokens as uh to counters as well and like a lot of effort to get farewelled and have none of it <laughs> well, matter. Sure, but right. let's be okay. Okay, okay but, guys, so I'm not going to get farewell, right? Like, I'm not going to get by, five, by I'm that, not gonna get swords. But by that metric, right? Like, like let's be honest. Celestia decks don't have a great track record against a farewell, right? Like, it doesn't matter which version of Celestia you are. But this is in in the the grand scheme of things, this is just a sweet one one counters, like maybe a proliferate matters kind of deck, and. It, it whether it, I'm not saying that gets around farewell, but like the thing is, it's just a sweet effect in a sweet archetype. Like if you like that archetype, it's pretty solid in it. Okay. Uh, moving on, we got Baragon of the Guard, uh, four mana, three three, legendary creature, human soldier. One Baragon or another human enters a battlefield under your control. Creatures you control get plus one plus one and gain vigilance until end of oh, turn. A command. Can, can, can I just say, just as a whole, this whole set has so many humans, which I thought, oh my god, I'm pumped. But then I looked at them all, and I'm like, wow, there are so many bad humans. This guy's like a Cathars Crusade, but it's always the end of turn, and you have to cast like other humans. You do, yeah. dude. This, this and then you're mono white, so it's hard to give them haste. Like you can't just like slap like ten humans down and like hit someone because you're in mono white. So uh, a D, nothing too interesting. This. Did Baragon die in the movie? Like, who's Baragon? Who, who, who's Baragon? Baragon? More like Baragon from my deck. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if you want Baragon as Please. your commander, like, it's an interesting effect. It's not terrible or anything in the 99, but, like, it's you should put him terrible, in Kyler. Kyler yeah, is Guardian just... Emissary. It's five mana Celestia, so you have access to green, second most important human color, and it's just a better effect. Like, it costs, yeah, you, it costs you gotta, more You gotta mana, be a Baragon so. fan to run Baragon <laughs> as your <laughs> commander. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We we got we got we got uh Bilbo. Oh man. Birthday celebrant. Okay. Absent. <laughs> so white, black, green, two, three, halfling rogue. If you would gain life, you gain that life plus one instead. Five mana tap, exile Bilbo, search your library for any number of creature cards, put them onto the battlefield, then shuffle, activate only if you have one, 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 or more life. Now, okay. we're all Did over the place here. I'm very confused. I'm, okay? I'm going to lower my rank. as you. We, we've averaged out yeah, Bilbo. Wait. <laughs> the, the, the ratings are changing in real time. Okay. We've averaged I out to a C. I some stuff assuming it was 99 or the commander, so now I'm updating in real time. So, Krim and, Krim and myself at D, basically, like, unplayable. Seth at a B, <laughs> Tomer at C. Seth, how is Bilbo good at all? <laughs> It's a, it's a, 
it's a good Abzan life gain commander. I think don't focus on the 111 life. That's a that's a meme. Maybe you do it once in a while. But Abzan's a color that hasn't really had a, a life gain commander. There's a ton of Orzov. There's a ton of Mono White. There's a ton of Golgari with the Strixhaven commander precons where Golgari life gain. So you can jam all of those cool things together and have this be your commander just as a way to gain extra life and support your other synergies. So I think that's why I'm excited about it. The meme, like, put my entire deck into play. It'll be cool the like 1% of the time it happens but it lets you jam together three of the best life gain colors which just before people were playing like partner pairings and stuff there just really wasn't an abzan life gain legend so that's the part that makes it a b i think if you want to play abzan life gain billable's the way to go just don't focus too hard on getting to 111 so yeah. I, <laughs> literally I, agree that's an <laughs> I agree with that example like i feel like we just caught like these other hobbit pairs that also gain life via food and yeah i'd rather just make a food token rather than gaining like plus one like, like it's missing a second ability right the reason we don't like it is if you've gained over 100 life you've probably won the game uh and if you haven't then you should probably fix your deck a little it's, it's a bit win more right it's very hard to hit that condition uh, but you can get it. It'll be funny. And that first ability doesn't warrant being on your commander, I don't think. And it, I, I would rather just take a random partner pair. I would take an Abzan, like, life linker. Give me, like, a 4-4 four, four life link or something for my Abzan life, life gate deck. Then this Bilbo. So, Dude, this card is a, a three. It's an Abzan colored cost. Two, three vanilla to me. Like, like this, this wow. like... Uh-huh. I mean, you're looking at it all. Like, you, you can go soul warden. You can go. You can go like whole soul sisters on this and gain some life. But again, like, is that really what you want to be doing with your uh, commander? Well, Gaining like well, five, ten more life. Well, you gotta assume you're you're gonna be playing veto and sanguine bot. Like, the extra life is gonna be how you win the game. Like, that's how I'm viewing it. Like, yeah, like yeah, gaining extra life isn't good. But if you're build around it and you have Etherflux Reservoir and Swangun Brown and Vito, and that's like what your deck's trying to do. All of your soul sisters gaining two instead of one, like that's a lot of damage. This is actually like a, a legit clock. So I want to so, build it. So the reason why I ranked it lower as a I rank I would rank it higher as part of the ninety nine as as a part of the commander because I feel like the activated ability is actually going to hurt you more than it's going to help you. Like it literally, like if you activate it, you should just win the game if you have like you know anything that can give mass haste, for example, and then a bunch of creatures on the battlefield, you win. Um, or any combos. If you could assemble any of your combos, you just win the game. So that's going to win the game. And I think people will recognize that and be uh, you will be targeted more than warranted in games. So you're going to reveal Bilbo. People are going to see that 111. And they're going to send way more damage your way than is warranted, honestly. And it's going to hurt you. Like If that, if that second ability was basically anything else, I feel like Bilbo would be a lot more effective. Like, Sure, it does win the game if you couldn't pull it off but like i feel like people are going to see that in the command zone and be like all right we can never allow that person to have more than 10 life at any given time or something like that or bilbo yeah. cannot be on the battlefield too like i, I mean just silly. how many i know it may not seem like much but like how many times have you seen just people getting attacked because of them having a higher life total yep right like so like it won't matter just like oh you don't even have to have anything you just have a higher life total and you'll I, always have a but higher you've, life you've total. also seen people give up 
they're like at you know 60 life they're like oh we can't we can't outrace this life gain we'll just do something else and just give up on hitting the person with a lot of life as well i i will say it sounds like you all are describing an s tier commander based on our rating scale of like this is the arch enemy oh, oh, everyone's yeah, gonna right. attack you so you all might be underrating it based on our criteria i'm just saying well, okay we're, 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 we gotta give some respect it's bilbo he's, he's also 111 we gotta give some respect <laughs> Okay, okay, retired burglar. There's another Bilbo, an uncommon Bilbo. So one blue and a red. It's a one three. Uh, when he ETB, or when he leaves the battlefield, sorry, the ring tempts you. When he deals combat damage to a player, create a treasure token. Uh, this is bad. Also a C, <laughs> but it, it, it averaged from Ds and Cs into a C. <laughs> Seth did not give it a higher score here. Is it, do anything My with this Bilbo? so bad. This what? card is pretty bad. We just hit people, get a treasure, call it a day. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's that's also not that great. if you blink him two times, then you go all the way through the ring tempts you. If you blink him, your ring you're tempting by the ring two times. So if there was any good payoff in is it colors for ringing tempting, uh, is you? there even no. is it blink spells? <laughs> the, I, I don't think like, I would like, base my blink there's spells. Bl- yeah, blink there's blue flickers. blink spells. Oh, the thing is, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played with the ring this weekend. Even fully leveled up, it is like kind of a side thought. Like it's nice that you get to loot and like yeah. I don't know. It's just like the payoff isn't there to try to turbo through the ring like it would be with dungeons or something at least that's been my experience with it so far it's like you get an okay equipment when you fully level it up well there's something to say like whenever the ring tempts you you draw a card or something like that which is not again it's not not worth the payoff here but like if there was something better i don't know off the top of my head yeah Oh, no, no, it makes right. sense. I mean, it makes treasures. I mean, if he, he's, he's retired, it's fine. It's fine. He doesn't need. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't need to be good. Sure. Sure. Uh, this Bill dude Bird. should have been in blue black. Just saying. <laughs> Bree no. Swindler, one and a blue, so two mana, two one. It's also an uncommon. Uh, when he becomes blocked, choose one. Create a treasure token or target opponent. Gains control of target horse you control if they do remove Bill Ferdy from combat and create three <laughs> treasure tokens. Dude. D. <laughs> It's part of the D, but the flavor. Or worse. <laughs> but the flavor. Woo! You, know, you know a card is bad when people, like, every single time there's a card that mentions a creature type, people immediately DM me about, like, oh, is this good for changing deck? Is it good for the changing deck? <laughs> nobody, nobody dm me. Is this, is this card good for changing deck? Okay. That's how bad it, it's, it is. It's, it's because you're missing a, a key horse. We got Build a Pony, <laughs> three and a white, one four, legendary horse. When Build a Pony ETBs, <laughs> create two food tokens, sacrifice the food until end of turn, target creature you control assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. Hell yeah. <laughs> this horse. This so horse. Bad. Read, this read, the read the ratings. <laughs> read the ratings, Richard. Read the ratings. Uh, Kratom at an S, even with this S for meme, meme level <laughs> tiers, uh, the rest of us gave it a D, averaging out to a C. Even even Kratom can't say Bill the <laughs> Pony here. Interesting. How dare you disrespect Bill the Pony like that in this house? I mean, we have other horses in the... In yeah, they the printed yeah, better but horse legends but in the same set. No, <laughs> no, because this one is Sam's horse, and, and I... I I you knew it was Sam's horse. Wow. He is a doctor of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, knowledge is coming through, yeah. (laughs) Yo, the flavor between this and and Bill Fernie. Okay, well, okay, the card obviously sucks. All right, let's be real. It sucks. I'm just going to go with that, but I refuse to uh, slander Bill anymore, so go to the next card. I want to see somebody run Bill the Pony Voltron. (laughs) I will give them a lot of respect. I I will totally do that. Um, Bill. Oh, no, we did Bill the Pony. Boromir, Gondor's Hope. 
Okay. Uh-huh. So two white and a blue. Four mana, three, four. When Boromir enters a battlefield or attacks, look at the top six cards of your library. You may reveal a human or artifact card from among them and put them into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Uh, we got two C's and two B's. Averaging nah, out it's a C now. I, all yeah, these okay. rankings are going Boromir's down. Boromir's been downgraded commanders. to a C. Uh, <laughs> problem Boromir is you need to attack. He's a 3-4. No haste. No evasion. And then you <laughs> kind of draw a card. And then that's it. I mean, I it does ETD too, but <laughs> like it's a fine 99 card, but there's so, like humans is the most supported tribe in all of magic. There are yeah. so many options. It's really hard to play something like this as your commander unless you just really love the character. Yeah, like this, this is also just like not great. Like, I, I, I don't know, even in a human deck, why would I want this? I guess now that there's like Jeskai humans with the new Aragorn, mm-hmm. yada, 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 but like, I still I don't think Jeskai I want this. humans. There's like a would lot you? of. Yeah, if you have like, if you're no, 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 would you deck, though? Yeah, think, think think about it. So there's a lot of humans in the world of magic. There is, and this is what I mean. This set has a hilarious amount of humans, and almost all of them are pretty bad. That's Boromir, man. Yeah, I mean, also yeah, yeah. rating oh, him okay. as your well, commander, then... so he doesn't do anything. Maybe you can stick him yeah. with the 99, and he does I something. Yeah, I feel like but I feel like all these rankings are kind of deflated because we don't he mention. Doesn't the attack rankings. well for someone that needs to attack. Yes, <laughs> right? he's only a three four. Yeah. Uh, okay, fret not, Boromir fans. We have another Boromir, Warden of the Tower, two and a white, three three vigilance. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. Sacrifice Boromir. Creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. The ring tempts you. Uh, <laughs> I think this is even worse as your yeah. commander. <laughs> like, <laughs> another, like, it's great in the 99 to, like, protect your team. Like, I would play in human tribal in the 99, but why would I want to be mono-white humans? Why would I want to sack my commander? Like, I don't know. There's, I would not even think about playing this as my commander. Turns off what your guardianship. Force the will. Oh, true. It, it doesn't say you can't, so they just cast it and be oops. And then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I don't but know. why is would there, they cast it? Is there it any way this? to like make your opponents <laughs> cast spells for free and then and then smack them with Boromir? Like make I their make what. their casting costs zero. Or oh, wait, like what that. what about um Possibility Storm and the, the locks, yeah. Like the Yeah. But you can't do that as well. Knowledge storm. pool? Does that work yeah, as well? Can you not knowledge pool? What does yeah. it actually say? I don't know. But I don't know. Know. I, mean, I think knowledge like pool would work. Stack sec. Yeah, I mean, it's basically Lavinia, tree. right? We already have an Azurius yeah. human that yeah. essentially has that same text on it. Yeah, uh, in Lavinia, Azurius, Renegade. Sean Bean to be tempted by the ring. For England. Right. So, That's so, true. so Boromir got, got done dirty here. His, yeah. He gave him a C and a D on both of his cards, <laughs> and that's it. So, um, what about... Butterbur, Green Innkeeper. <laughs> Two green and a white. Three, three, human peasant. At the beginning of your end step, if you don't control a food, create a food. Uncommon. Okay. Uh, uh, we, got, we got Ds. Uh, there's a lot of food support in this set from the Hobbits. Uh, so there are a lot better options even if you want to go food. But, I don't know. Wait, waiter. Waiter. This card waiter is... Tribal <laughs> holding yep. plates. <laughs> this card I is... Mean, it, in frustratingly fat, bad because like it's not, okay it's not that <laughs> no it, it's even in the 99 because like imagine you want to play like a food deck for example if your deck is doesn't have any food on the battlefield i feel like you've just failed as making a deck 
Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going to sack the food every it's a turn. Hill giant. Yeah, it's like uh, it's only at the beginning it's of your end step. Four mana. If it was, <laughs> yeah, it's four mana. It should be at the beginning of each end step. If you don't create, control a food, yeah. create a food token. Well, and I, like I this is random. And like two, and two mana. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Butterbur is my favorite character of the of the trilogy, and I'm very disappointed. Okay, how sad would it be if he was better than Boromir? Okay, this is this is appropriate. <laughs> you know what? Butterbur lived the longer life. <laughs> All right, we got we got Celeborn the Wise, two to green, three three. Uh, uncommon. Whenever you attack with one or more elves, scry one. Whenever you scry, Celeborn the Wise gets plus one plus one until end of turn for each card looked at while scrying this way. Oh, uh, D's across the board. bad. Yep. Tober liked it a <laughs> little right, bit. All right, fine. It's a D. How, yeah, like there's. If you're playing elves, commander. you got like yeah. so many better. I wouldn't elves. even play yeah. in the 99 of elves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. exactly in the pre-con that has the scry theme. But apart from that, like, yeah. I mean, if you could scry a million like Seth said, then this gets really big. You can one-shot someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. In green. So, <laughs> I don't know how mono green scries a million or even like two, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. Okay. Uh in the ship, right? Five mana, Simic, so green and blue, three, four, elf noble, vigilance. Uh, it's a it's a new mechanic, secret council. So when certain the shipwright enters the battlefield or attacks, each player secretly votes for a player, then those votes are revealed. Each vote draws a card, or each player draws a card for each vote they received. Each player who received no votes may put a permanent card from their hand onto the battlefield. We got C average, Krim. With the B pulling everyone yeah, up. Yeah, for the sim- wow. for the Simic how, card. How how does how does this voting thing work in practice? So you, you think- need to try to each vote for one person each to make sure no one like sneaks something in. But well, you're doing so, it so easy. I think the, the default is has- you vote for yourself, right? Like uh, the default is everyone votes for themselves. But then if you want to be risky, you vote for someone else and try to sneak a permanent into play. That's how I would assume I, it would play. Because if you vote for yourself, you draw yeah. a card. Yeah. So if you want to play this optimally, like if you want to maximize EV on it, then you vote for the person who has the most cards in hand. Because if they have like seven cards and they draw more cards, like sure, that's good value. But it's much worse if they got to put a permanent to play for free because they have a lot of permanent cards in their hand. And then you want to not vote for the person with zero cards in hand because then they get nothing. They put no permanents on the battlefield. So I think that's how you're supposed to game it. But like, yeah, is that worth it? But it's so much fun. Like, I want to vote for yourself as well. I don't know. It's it's like a power level that five. Dude, this is a sweet mechanic. This is a sweet. I think the mechanic on its own. I mean, yeah, it'll be fun, but on power level, right? Like, like we're talking about just power level as your commander. I mean, I think a lot can go go wild with this game, but like, there's there's just some games where you're, you're like everyone's gonna draw a silly amount of card advantage, and every turn you get you, people will probably get annoyed that you're gonna ask them uh, to vote. But like, <laughs> like I think, I think it just it could lead to some wild games and it's swinging in your favor, especially if. Just because Tomer just, like just pointed out, if I have a low number of cards, right? You know, maybe I'm just yeah. like, so like we, nobody. We, we got to see how this mechanic actually plays out. It's like Ristic study. Like you know what you're supposed to do, but does anyone actually do it? <laughs> right. So we got to see yeah. how it actually plays out in practice. Everybody votes for themselves, and you all draw cards. That's card. that's Hooray. what I want to see, right? Like this mechanic is something we need to see in action first. But for right yeah. now, like if like oh well, the person has like low number of cards. Who cares what they put into play? And then that's when you get somebody. You know. 
Mm-hmm. All right, we got Denethor with two cards. Uh, Ruling Steward is an Orzhov card, an uncommon, three mana, two, four. At the beginning of your end step, if a creature died under your control this turn, create a 1-1 one, one human soldier token, two mana, sacrifice another creature. Each opponent loses one life, and you gain one life. Uh, C's and D's across the board. There's nothing nothing too special, right? Just Orzhov, sack. Can be yeah, changed with like literally anything the else. Is so low, like it's, sacrificing yeah, it, it, when you get one human soldier token. It's only on your end step. It's, oh, yeah. right. uh, okay, what if we go blue? We go. I don't know why his colors are all over the place, but here he is at two mana blue, mono blue, one three. Whenever uh, he enters a battlefield, scry two, four mana, including a red mana. So it's actually a uh, is it commander? Tap sacrifice target player becomes the monarch. Denethor deals three damage to any target. God, this would be a real. Okay, this bad is not meant so to be bad. a commander in any way. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely a bad flavor. Flavor. That's so a limited he's, card. He's pondering the orb. He's yep. scrying through the Palantir to see like Sauron's army and everything, yep. and lose and having despair over it. And then the red is basically him immolating himself and trying to take his his son Faramir with them. He fails because he sucks. Yeah, um, just like fails just, it, just like, like his card. card. <laughs> oh, yeah. beat me to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Eleanor Gardner, four mana, yeah. two four. It's a green halfling scout. When it enters the battlefield, create a food token at the beginning of your end step. If you sacrifice the food this turn, you may search your library for a basic land, put it onto the battlefield, tapped, then shuffle. So if you sack a food, you get to rampant growth at the beginning of your end step. Uh, C average. We got two Ds from Seth and Krim. I have it at C. Tomer has it at B. Ds. You you like the rampant growth every turn, right? I mean, that's not bad. Right? Yeah, you get to you get to rampant growth every single turn. Like I th- I, I think Seth, did you rank a D because you don't run any basics in your mono green deck? Like, is this what, is this? <laughs> I I actually I ranked a D because there's like five sweeter food commanders in the Lord of the Rings set, so I don't know why I'd be Lord yeah. of the Rings when I can be, like, Frodo and Sam, or the other Sam, this Lesnia Sam, like, or Shelob. There's, like, so many food commanders, and this, I think, is just, like, the weakest and the least interesting of the bunch. D, though. Like, yeah, I, I rank those is... ones higher, but D. Why would I? Like, you would you play? really... Would you really? Why would I? Uh, jank week. Like, it would be if, I don't even know, like, food this week, is, but all the good like food commanders are banned. Commander. I, I would say C minimum. I, I can almost cheat to a B with Tober, but I think D is way too low. This is not like, like oh, I better four. set you aside and teach you about some Magic so, the Gathering set. Well, this is so actually you play very it on, powerful. You play it on turn four, it does nothing, because you can't crack a food and play it. And then each turn you have to pay two mana to crack a food, and you get to ramp, like... Is that actually exciting to all of you? Well, well, you got you got to you got to use other mechanisms to sack the food. You can't pay two mana <laughs> to sack the food. Okay, well, you could sack okay. like a crack call in the ironworks, right? Like, and then you make yeah. two mana, and then and <laughs> step you get to I mean, ramp. Hold on, hold on. So, so your four mana half combo that you played out, and <laughs> oh, it's not a combo. Oh, it's just like there's other Kark ways Clan to Iron Works. That's why it's a C. <laughs> it's a little janky, but not that. Kark Clan Iron Works makes every deck <laughs> okay. All right. I don't think I don't think combos of Eleanor is just the value piece. I mean, you'll throw in a combos, obviously. Oh, but... Yeah, value. No, this All card right. is not a good commander. Dang. It's like the, okay. one of the best in the 99, though, I think, for food. Yeah. I mean, it's a good support sure. card for food. Good 99 yeah. card, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And now we come to Elrond with three versions. Uh, we're going to start off with the uncommon version, Lord of Rivendell. 
two and a blue. Three mana, three, two. When Elrond or another creature enters the battlefield under your control, scry one. If this is the second time this ability has resolved, uh, this turn, the ring tempts you. So it's like right, a two spells. Matters, I was hoping it would but... say draw a card or something on that second ability, but it, uh, the right, climax right. is this, the ring tempts you. This is not good. We give it Ds <laughs> because you do a lot of work for a very mediocre effect. So what if we go... It combos. What if we do all things in magic? Add green to it. Does it get fixed? So Elrond, Master of Healing, Simic 4 mana, 4-4. Four, four. When you scry, put a plus one, plus one counter on up to each of X creatures, where X is the number of cards looked at while scrying this way. Whenever a creature you control with a plus one, plus one counter it becomes a target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, you may draw a card. Uh, oh, whoa, C average. So we got all C's, and then uh, Crim's adding a C as well. No. <laughs> so it just I, I, does some stuff. Yeah. It draws cards. It does stuff, but nothing too crazy. Or is there? What, it doesn't really draw cards. It's just like a deterrent. Like people won't. Like maybe it will draw a card once it eats a single target of removal spell. But like it just basically says, "Hey, don't path my stuff," which is fine. It's good. I like that it's Scry Matters. We don't have that many Scry Matters commanders, and I think this uh, this one's better than the. The two drop we talked about before. So so it gets a C instead of a D. I don't know if I like the Scribe Matters deck. These, <laughs> these commanders have been looking pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> Elrond of the White Camp Council. So five mana Simic. So three green and a blue. Three, three. Secret Council mechanic again. So when it ETBs, each player votes for Fellowship or Aid. Then the votes are revealed. For each Fellowship, the voter chooses a creature they control. You can control of each creature chosen this way and it gets this creature can't attack its owner and then for each aid vote put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control so we have a c average but we're all over the place we got b's from tomer and krim i have it at d seth has it at c isn't this card unplayable so you either choose to donate your worst creature or the other person gets to put counters on their team is that? But if I give you the creature, you don't hit me. Okay, but half my <laughs> that's great. Okay. <laughs> like I don't know. Like what? What do you imagine happening? Like here, get, I'll give you my Voltron up commander, and you can't hit me. Like that. That's like the only case where it's really good, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna get some dirtily token or leftover creature, right? Isn't this just a solid blink commander though? Like. Worst case scenario, if you have like two creatures on the battlefield, everybody votes. Well, one, three people vote for, or you vote, you have to vote for plus one, plus one counters, I guess. He's stealing your own creatures doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> so everybody votes for plus one, plus one counter, and you put four counters on all your creatures as an ECB effect. Like, that's the floor? And then just ceiling is. I just blink Ball Drifter instead? Like, I'm like, <laughs> use my blink spell on Elrond? <laughs> Come on, is it we're going to Oh, I don't, yeah. Your opponent gets to choose, right? That's the problem. <laughs> you, you get their worst creature if they want, or they just pump your team. Yeah, but I mean, if you blink it a bunch of times, then it's good, but uh, that's good of a lot of anything with the ETB, like Spirited Companion. If you blink it a bunch of times, it's also pretty good. <laughs> I don't think it's horrible, but... Team. D. Not I don't good. think it's horrible. D. 
A C. See, I gave it a C. A nice, a nice C. Uh, I, it a I mean, I gotta pay some respect to Elrond. I don't know if I can give Elrond a D and sleep in it. Elrond also got some pretty man cards, honestly. I'm surprised Elrond got, like, being Elf, one of the most popular creature types in Magic, and easy to make a very powerful commander, like, Elrond's kind of mediocre. Well, it's attached to the, the Secret Council mechanic, and also... Well, the Secret I, Council I was the scry. It was from the pre-con, and they wanted to be like, okay, right, yeah. Simic scrying and simic uh voting the the main mechanic was voting that's that all right next we got uh elmer three cards okay we're gonna start off with the uncommon five mana five four haste in red whenever he attacks if you control a creature with greatest power among creatures on the battlefield create a one one white human creature token uh not worth playing at all right you gotta have a pretty hard condition, and then you get a 1-1 human out of this. So uh, we'll, we'll go to the rare version of Mono Red. So 4 mana, Mono Red, 4-4, four, four, Haste. Whenever one or more attacking legendary creatures you control die, untap all creatures you control. After this phase, there's additional combat phase. This ability triggers only once each turn. Um, so this gives you extra combats if a legendary dies, but only one. So it's capped, so you can't just go infinite. And then we got two Bs from Richard and Tomer, Seth with the C and Krim with the D. I think this is a you really good 99 card. <laughs> it's a really good 99 card for legend Agro Legendary Matters decks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is my commander, I really want more colors in my Legendary Matter theme deck. I, I don't know if I really want to be mono red. And I think the hoop of having to have a creature die is kind of punishing. Like you need to be like mono red legends with a sacrifice theme probably to take advantage of it. So I, I view this more as a 99 card personally. That's why I have it at a D, because as a commander, I don't get to play, like, red-black, which gives me tons of sacrifice along the way. Like, I know that there are, like, you know, high markets, but, like, you know, come on. You got the altars. There's lots of, like, artifact sack outlets, so you can can get there. And if you just want to be modern, I think this is a respectable... Mm-hmm. I'd be scared of this if someone sat down with this. Like, I'm like, oh, how it's, many combats you taking, right? Am I going to die here? Mana, like, one. Yeah. It's a four one. mana extra combat uh, enabler in the command zone that can do it immediately. Like, I don't know. That seems good. Yeah, that, that seems it's legit. broken, I, I, but it's a B. Oh, no, you all are really harsh on your on your rank. Yeah, I, 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 I gave him B. That's a good, fine. That's a good, that's a good I value. Know, this is a bad commander, dude. I don't know. What no, it's not bad. It, it can definitely do work. It, it can definitely kill you. Uh, okay, oh, harsh. that's not the last one. Okay, we, we'll add white to it, okay? We'll, we'll add <laughs> Boros. Five mana, two, two, double strike. ETBs with a plus one, plus one counter on it for each other human you control. When an ETBs target player becomes a monarch... And then deal damage equal to its power to any target. Uh, surely this must be good, right? Uh, we got B Some average. Tomer at A. I'm at B. And Seth and Krim just really don't like the character. C. They, <laughs> these this are is, haters. These are it does so much. Haters. Oh my god. It's, it's, ETB, it's ETB. It gives you the monarchy. Like you could choose somebody else, but like why, why would you do that? <laughs> you get to... It, it's uh, like if you let's say you have like three humans on the battlefield, which humans go wide pretty easily. There's a lot of tokens that make humans. You know, it's pretty easy sure, to do. Sure. Um, let's say you have three humans, which is very generous. And this battlefield, three counters on it. It it blows something up for damage. Boom! Right on the face. And then it's like, uh, like a five five double strike. Like this is this is a good commander that can just like one tap people if you have enough humans on the battlefield. It blows something up when it's just battlefield and it gives you monarchy. Like, 
how much do you need for a five drop? That's that's a good payoff. That's that's a five drop. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, probably not is... though. Seize, <laughs> seize. I think I think the problem is that like at five mana and in one of the best uh, like human t- like one of the best typings, which is humans, right in the game. I it just it actually doesn't do enough. Like if it came into play and it spawned a few humans, so yeah. at least it gave itself a few counters that have been better. As a draw you five cards, give you massage, <laughs> then kill your opponents, and then when you, and then cost zero mana. This is this is the criteria Human, for a B. No, oh, humans humans just so tough. There's so much competition. You got to compete with like so many like uh, generic Hudro. You got to compete with even like there's another card we're gonna talk Rick. about in just a minute. That's like the best human commander in the set. Like just when you compare it to the other options, for me it's like. Okay, like I, I could see jamming this in my ninety nine, but would I really build a deck around it when I can play Eowyn or like Winota or I yeah. can like there's so many other similar like human commanders. Winota, Winota's like Winota is like another tier, but also that's not a human deck. <laughs> but double striker, double striker. Well, but but Trin and Silvar is like Trin and Silvar. You have like I, I don't know. There's this is a good ninety nine, but. But not. I mean, I mean you listed very okay. strong human commanders, and they're all strong. And I feel like if you take that deck and put Elmer at your helm, your deck is still very strong. Like your deck didn't become meme tier because of this. You lose black. <laughs> right? but did it, you lose. You lose <laughs> like black. it's still. Like, I like, think it's a B, and I can even see arguments for it. Maybe A is too high, but it's definitely a B, right? Like it's definitely no, no. Like the two colors with humans and how wonderfully like 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 deep the human like catalog is like. I'm sorry, I want to be at least three colors if I'm playing humans. At least. Well, I mean, you can't Either say Mardu... that and then just rank every Boros card terrible no, because it could be like, three colors. Like, <laughs> I mean, Aragorn, I'd rather be five colors, Crib, but here play. we are. No, but like Aragorn, but like in, in what what humans is losing out of missing black is huge. And I, I think that this is just not enough. Like, as a Boros... Yeah, Winota's really deck, struggling. Remember, you can hit someone's face, it's by the not way. A, Winota's like, not a It's damage to Winota's any target. So if you have, like, ten humans, you can just, like, nuke someone's face, <laughs> like, on the way in before sure. you hit them with a double or, striker. Or if you have haste, <laughs> like, you could nuke the thing that could be a potential blocker, swing in with your double strike craziness and oh you draw a card at end step i mean even, if, even draws if, a card for set that end step so he if you got it says draw if, a card if you got 10 humans the, i think you're you're doing those. all right regardless like yeah i well, don't know no, you, you, need- you nuke the person <laughs> the holding fog so they die you get the teferi's pro out at first so that they waste it you hit someone else like there's who's holding fog nobody okay we have other human matters we got we got another human which seth alluded to uh Eowyn, Fearless Knight, two red and a white, four mana, three, four, haste. Uh, when she enters the battlefield, exile target creature and opponent control was pow- with greater power than uh, than her. And then legendary creatures you control gain protection from each of that creature's colors until end of turn. Uh, oh, this one's interesting. So we at B average, eh. Tomer at B, Seth at B. Nah, I put it in C. Uh, oh, okay, Tomer's down to C. We got three Cs and Seth with the lone B. This is, this is better than Eomer? Okay, so, well, no, the, there's several EONs uh, that we'll get to the really good one in a minute. But this card, I think, is good. It's repeatable removal from your command zone. If you're a legendary deck, 
Um, then you can just like potentially one shot someone by exiling the creature of the color that they have blockers of and swinging in with your team. And this has haste. I actually think this is a pretty sweet, like Boros aggro legendary matters commander. It doesn't have to be human theme necessarily, but the fact that it doesn't return the creature when it leaves the battlefield is actually pretty big. You just like play this, snipe your opponent's biggest creature, swing in for a bunch of damage. Once it dies, do it again, swing in for a bunch of damage. So I actually kind of like this as a Boros aggro commander. It's not bad. I do like that it has removal kind of built into it, right? So I, I, I do I do like that. I like the removal protection. Uh, it's definitely a lot better than the, the last one we were talking about. That uh, also had still, removal baked into it. <laughs> yeah, it but, also had removal. But, 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 and it, it also, this was only, yeah, but this was only me, unblockable it, on. for your legendary creatures, so you gotta exactly. be legendary matters. But a lot of yeah. humans are legendary. So, yeah. like, naturally, like, this... Yeah, like, I love the removal, I love the fact that it can, it's one mana cheaper, and then I love that it gets me through. It just gets me through your board. You know what, I'll bump so, it back to B, actually. Yeah, it's, it's fine, it's not, a, it's not, I don't think it's as good as that Aomir, but, uh, yeah, it's fine, it's respectable. Okay. D, uh, it's not as good as Aomir, D. <laughs> <laughs> there, 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 there's a mono white version at Uncommon, three mana, two, four, beginning of combat, on your turn, target creature gains... Your choice of first striker vigilance. If that creature is equipped, gains first striker vigilance until end of turn is dead. And then equipped <laughs> abilities, you activate cost one less to activate. Uh, D. This is terrible. That's just like, <laughs> you, you have literal legendaries that equip for free if you want to do that, <laughs> right? So not really useful. Uh, so D. And then finally, we have the good Eowyn Shield Maiden. Jeskai, two blue, red, and white. So five mana, five, four. First strike, at the beginning of combat on your turn, if another human entered the battlefield under your control this turn, create two, two, two red human knight creature tokens with trample and haste. If you control six or more humans, draw a card. Uh, A's across the board, except I'm for- I'm going Grim. up to A. I, I, I didn't know it gave me two humans. I thought it gave me just a two, two knight. There are two, two- Trample haste knights, uh, humans. Yeah. So A's across That's the board. Sick. We finally agreed that this is a good card. This is a human so Draws card, makes an army. Draws a card. <laughs> yeah. This this gives you all work. the colors you want for your humans deck, Krim, except black. <laughs> now that's five mana, right? Now that's five mana. Yeah, now this... we're talking about five mana. As long this as is you have, good. as long as a, a human enters the battlefield, you put what nine power on the battlefield that can, and two, four of which has haste. Um, and it works really well with extra combats, which is a specialty in red. And you're drawing cards like this is, and you get into three colors, so you start sell getting to dig deeper into the world of humans. Sure. I, I, I think this card cooks. The more we, <clears throat> the more we read through this, the more I think like the Eomer card we were just talking about, like. I think wizards design these legends in like packages almost where you're supposed to like play you and as your commander. And then Eomer is like really good in that deck. It's giving you those extra combat steps that Tomer was talking about. So I think that's how I see a lot of these cards is like, I think you're supposed to like play them in packages almost where you have one as your leader. But I think this is like one of the strongest human commanders, just like not just from the set, but like period, this is one of the best human commanders and one of the strongest commanders from the set. Probably the front human commander. runner yeah. of yeah. like Jeskai commander, like human commanders. I think this is like the Jeskai human commander. All right. Next up, Arrester of the Council. Simic, three mana, two, four. Whenever players finish voting, each opponent who voted for a choice you voted 
creates a treasure token. You scry X for X is the number of opponents who voted for a choice you didn't vote for. Draw a card. All right, this one I had a hard time evaluating. I gave it a C. We yeah. averaged at B. So uh, it's voting matters. It's a it's it's a voting lord almost. It's a voting matters, and if people vote with you, they get a treasure token. If they don't vote with you, you get to scry, and then you draw a card. Yeah, it's super fun. This yeah, whenever is such you, a fun whenever you, card. whenever people vote, you draw a card. That's guaranteed. And then basically, the idea here is that. You entice them to vote your way by giving them treasure. Yeah, but if they here's do. the thing. Here's the thing, Tomer. It's secret council set. <laughs> we don't even <laughs> yeah, but, okay, so if they don't vote for you, then you scry. Like it's a. Uh, it's fine it's, it's well. hard to even if I wanted to match your voting. We're playing secret council, so it's kind of hard. Yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, this but is not a ta- all like, of it is secret. Even in the precon, it's not all secret council yeah. voting. It's yeah, like I mean, they're that older. Time. They're all they're older voting cards you could play. And some of the new ones. Right. Yep. I think was it not no not Elrond. Oh, we'll get to it. I'm pretty sure it was a I, I I would Gal- Galadriel. I think doesn't. Yeah, Galadriel's just whittle the council. That's a face commander, and it's will the council. Is that the Esper one? No, oh, it's no, no, uh, no. Galadriel, Elven Queen. It's Simic. It's the face oh. commander of the precon, and it's not secret. I, right, so I would so play like this. this card? I would play this as my commander. If I were going to do any kind of voting deck, this would be like probably the best. I mean, Krim loves the voting, but is it good? <laughs> I mean, we can vote all I, the time. Why is it good? good? I mean, right. So I think okay, as, a, as a voting commander, say. right? Like, like there's there's too many things that are out there. Like, example, uh, okay, uh, you, I I draw I put a card into play if you don't vote for me, right? There's too many things that people could just easily kind of game around, but this one is just. You're loading your deck up with a bunch of voting effects, and it's gonna—it's just—it's cheap. It's only three mana. It's got a respectable body, and it rewards you for playing a bunch of voting cards. I like this way more than all the other cards as a voting face commander. But it's also group huggy, right? Because yeah, sure. Like, but you're helping people because they're getting treasures now, right? Yeah, like, you not. But you're usually gonna. Yeah, but you're gonna come out ahead because if people are voting your way then you know i don't think good is probably happening i don't know i don't think it's like we want to wrath the board or something right everyone wants to wrath the board they all vote with me and then they all get a treasure out of this (laughs) like like i had to waste my card and you got up treasures you draw a card no no they still draw a card yeah no they would vote with you right no but you always draw the card no matter what oh i see i think okay so I that, think that, that, that's, that fixes this card. Ignore everything else, but you draw a card every time you vote. And that, every time, every yeah. Spell yeah, 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 says, yeah, yeah. says vote that's, or attack vote, you draw. Okay, card. okay, okay. That's why I think this is the best voting commander. Uh, I get in these cards. Uh, I still the big issue is everyone make a treasure. You draw a card. I'm not sure if that's good <laughs> yeah. still, but okay. I, I see the potential though. The other issue uh, is there's not that many voting cards. Like, I think that's the other check on this yeah. card's power. Like, it might be the best voting commander, but there's only a handful of cards that actually make people vote in Simic. So, I, I'm pretty sure, like, 100% actually sure that it's not the best voting commander just because Tivit in exists. These colors. But Tivit, yeah, Tivit is, is a mistake. Like, you don't, like, 99% of Tivit decks aren't even a vote commanders because you don't <laughs> need to run any of those. You just have Tivit on the battlefield that he just is overwhelming so i think this is like the best voting commander in terms of it doesn't make the rest of the deck invalidated <laughs> invalidated so that's really good um i, I, I this excites me for voting 
how about one that doesn't excite you? Erkenbrand, Lord of Westfold, four mana, three, three. It's an uncommon human. Uh, whenever enters the battlefield or another human enters the battlefield, creatures you control get plus one, plus zero until end of turn. Actually, very close to that red one we ha- uh, the white one we had, right? Except it's only power. Uh, unfortunately, close to power ranking as well. We give it a a C's and D's, right? It can it can do some pumpy things, but nah. Um, Fanghorn, Tree Isn't Shepherd. Isn't Baragon just like strictly better? Like, didn't we give Baragon like a lot of crap? It's a different. Then... It's a different color though. It's a different uh, color. That okay. they're all they're <laughs> and, all just also, limited cards. They're equally equally limited playable. Yeah. <laughs> Different colors. Um, Faragorn, so Tree Shepherd, four green, 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 seven mana, four, ten. Tree Folk you control have Vigilance. Whenever one or more Tree Folk you control attack, uh, add twice that much green mana. You don't lose unspent green mana as steps and phases end. So a little a little Omnath action here with Fangorn. Uh, two Cs and two Bs, rounding out to a B. It's uh, a really good Tree Folk I, commander. like it, Seth? Look. No, like if wait, you want to play tree, no, if you want to play tree folk, like it's a it's a really sweet commander. Like the other options, what Vertoloth the Ancient? I would I would much rather play this Doran? than Vertoloth the Ancient. Doran, why Doran? Doran doesn't really refer like to tree folk. A, like a it doesn't have any tree folk. Like yeah. it doesn't do anything with tree folk in specific. Like Doran's it's fine is a good card, but, but he gives you all the colors to like all the the, the good stuff that you'd ask for, right? On Abzan, you get all the recursion, the protection for your trees. Like I I don't know that. Doran's gotta be the tree folk well, guy, the, right? The like main, that, that's the main point of tree folk. Like the main thing that keeps them apart from other things is they have low power, high toughness. And Doran yeah. does that. It gives you three colors. Lets you lets you utilize the high toughness in a way that Fangorn yep. doesn't. Is three mana and gives you access to three colors. So all the tree folk. And this one is like okay, so your tree folk had vigilance. So yay that's that's good but then whenever you attack you, you get a little bit of mana but like tree folk are expensive you're not going to be attacking with more than like two so you're going to make I mean, four mana tops four mana that's, that's, that helps you cast like, your expensive tree folk sure. look at the synergy sure but like i'm just saying your commander is also seven on, mana. This is seven on, mana. i'm just saying on edh rack like doran there's like 2500 toughness decks and like under a thousand tree folk decks so most people build doran bad. is like is like generic <laughs> yeah. like toughness matters rather than tree folk. Yeah. I mean, you can whatever have the door number is, Fang good commanders of the same archetype, right? Like, the, would this do work in a mono green tree folk deck? And I think it would do work. Yeah, uh, I like it. Commander. Wait, so you're telling me this is what's gonna make tree folk pop off? Like, like Doran? If Doran can't do it, this ain't gonna do it. My boy Doran is being. This, this is like Doran way flashier, and, and then Fangorn can also do it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I mean, Doran is definitely higher than Fangorn, but that doesn't mean Fangorn is unplayable. It just means Fangorn. I, no, is no, no. But Doran, I, right? I like, like, like. De- but come on, Doran is the tree full commander. He's a. This is a seven <laughs> drop. This is no. Yeah. This is a no. This is this is bad. It, it makes mana right away though. Oh, it's okay. Me, me and Seth will plant trees. Yeah, we'll backyard. play our tree folk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hate nature. You <laughs> conclusion. We hate nature. Yes, we. All right. We next up, we have a Faramir Field Commander. Four mana, three, three. At the beginning of your end step, if a creature died under your control, draw a card. It draws a card. Whatever yeah. the ring tempts you, if you choose a creature other than Faramir, create a one-one white human soldier creature token. Oh, this was uncommon, by the way. Uh, two C's and two D's. 
It draws a card. Un- so does it really uncommonly bad? Okay, okay. There's there's two more versions of Faramir. Okay, four mana, three three <laughs> in Azorius. So white and blue. At the beginning of your end step, choose an opponent. At the beginning of that player's ex- next end step, you draw a card if they didn't attack you. Otherwise, create three one one white human soldier creature tokens. Uh, the Prince of Ithelion. Seas. I, I actually have this like a high C and a low B. I just can't really decide. I I, I think this card is kind of cool. It spawns it spawns bodies or it draws you a card. Although I think I always want the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> like the bodies are the good mode, but if you get the bodies, you need to be attacked, right? Right. Yeah. But so then I, you are you're kind of retaliating with more damage though. But how do you make your opponent attack you? Blue and white's good at stopping your opponent from attacking you, but well, they don't have any effects that make you get attacked. It's the inverse actually. You are you're like saying, "Hey, you know, you better like you are are you going to attack me?" Like like it, it, in a weird way, the best mode is getting the tokens, but at the very least you still draw a card. So you kind of play this game where it's like reverse politicking, you know. You, you read the cards like, yeah, you wouldn't this want is to. A hit lot of me, work to just either draw a card every turn or make three <laughs> or <one> makes. <laughs> this is a lot of work and loops you got to go through to make this work. And that's Making just... three one ones ain't a joke, dude. Especially if you could double your tokens. I think the me, thing let is, let me tell it, you it about Elspeth's uh, son's champion, Crim. You can just cast yeah, that, okay, her sure. <laughs> so, and make them at, at your free will. <laughs> The but fact that your opponent your gets uh, the fact your opponent gets to choose makes it so hard to build around because if yeah. they see you have intangible virtue, anointed perception, like all, of course I'm not going to attack you and give you like twenty two twos. But if you have nothing going on, then like that's the that's the challenge. I don't know how to control it. I and think that's how think, it's fun. It's not controlled. I don't think <laughs> it's, it's going to vary. I, your gameplay is going to vary. I think like the the point like I think Seth nailed it before when we we're talking about Earmore and Eowyn. Like, they're meant to be played together. Faramir's meant to be played in the Monarch deck. Like, we'll see the next card actually directly refer to it. But, like, the idea is you take the Monarchy, so now suddenly your opponents will be attacking you. Like, even if they see intangible virtue and stuff like that, they're not going to say no, it's a card draw. And then that's how you get your three... That's how you get your three counters each turn is you, you get the monarch, you become the monarch, and then you start taking it back over and over again. Like, that's the point. But, like, I wish this was, like, Two mana is that? Would that be yeah. Two mana? No. Okay. Three. Uh, three mana three, is like in the three, middle. Three I think mana. three is fine. Three, three four is, is like oh four is a bit. I, high. I wish it just gave you the monarchy on ETB. Then I'd be fine with it. Yeah. If that was if it was the same card but ETB monarch. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Steward yeah. of Gondor. One white and a blue. Two two. Whenever a legendary creature with mana value four or greater ETBs under your control, you become the monarch. At the beginning of your end step, if you're the monarch, create two one one white human soldier creature tokens. Eerily what familiar. The previous one should have been right. This is what we were asking yeah. for. <laughs> we gave it bees across the board. This one's good, right? This card's good. Yeah, I think this one's sweet. I mean, you can make yourself the monarch. You're not, not going to poo poo on uh, the fact that it's an Azorius human commander <laughs> <laughs> that you need red or something. No, we're good. How does I mean, like, so well, play this? I don't think it's a human yeah. commander. It's a it's a Azorius Legends Matters. It's, it's commander, more of a Legends, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, or like a, a token deck, right? Or just like a monarchy deck. Like yeah. Crim's all like, about those tokens. Every single card Dude, is I becoming legendary, tokens. so you don't really need to go out of your way to play legendary creatures. All right, That's and good. then uh, apparently this next card is the hero we all needed that we didn't know. Farmer Cotton, <laughs> X green and a white, halfling peasant one one. <laughs> 
When Pharmacon ETBs create X11 white halfling creature tokens and X food tokens. Uh, this is great. A average. <laughs> Seth, Seth and I gave it A. Krimmick told me gave it a B. Pharmacon got the best card here. What, what is Farmer cooking here? Farmer you create X popping off, dude. X halflings and here? X food tokens? Yeah, that's nuts. That's ridiculous, yeah. It's like really strong. We haven't had an effect like this from the command zone. This is like a White Sun Zenith style effect that also gives you food tokens. Yeah. You can cast repeatedly from the command zone. Like it's a sweet food commander. It's a sweet token commander. This is one of my favorite commanders from the whole set, honestly. Like it's unique and I think it's powerful. Doesn't it cost a lot of mana though? It's a, it's a, yeah, it's you're green though. You can do a lot of ramping. Yeah. It's pretty much free until like the. I mean, once, once Farmer Cotton dies, you're like very sad. But the first cast is pretty are good, you? right? The first are, cast, are you get to recast. Wait, him. wait, wait, wait. Are you sad because then you get to play him again? Yeah, but you, you need so much mana to make the recast again, like, pop off. You're right? in green. It's free and like until the fourth time you cast it. <laughs> you're yeah, in I mean, green. Ashnod's altar is really fun with this, right? Like, yeah, Ashnod's yeah. altar, and you have that new enchantment from the set, Elven Chorus or whatever, where you can tap yeah. all your creatures for mana and play off the top of your yeah. deck. So you like make. All the tokens, yeah. sack it, do it again, make all the tokens, you tap them for mana, do it again. Cryptolith rights to like get more mana off your creatures. Like you could you could do a lot with this. Hey, you have lands like from it. sacking your food tokens to whoever that uh, Eleanor yeah, Gardner the, the was, <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel yeah. Like, why not? This is pretty good. I'm kind yeah. of who I'm kind of sad that Farmer Cotton is the most excited card. <laughs> 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 like, who's Farmer Cotton and why is he so good? <laughs> That's All right. it though. He's just the everyday guy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We, we we're moving on to the, the main protagonist. Battle. Okay, we got Frodo, adventurous hobbit. Okay, so white and a black. It's Orzov, partner with Sam, loyal attendant. Vigilance, whenever Frodo attacks. You gain three or more life this turn, or no, if you gain three or more life this turn, the ring tempts you. Then if Frodo's your ring bearer and the ring has tempted you two or more times, draw a card. One, three. Uh, Frodo, we have two C's and two A's. We are very divided, averaging out two of so, B. So you got Frodo good? You got to grade this in the context of the partner pairing. Like 100% of the time, people are going to play this as a partner. And by itself, this card doesn't make much sense. But when you have Sam, which makes you a food each turn and lets you sack your food for one mana, it actually quickly turns into a card advantage engine. This is one of the cards where the ring tempts you actually matters. It makes it unblockable. Then you're looting. And then you're also drawing an extra card. And it kind of snowballs out of control. So I think as a partner pair, I really like Frodo and Sam. I actually got the pre-con. I've been playing it. And it played way better than I expected it to. Without Sam, Frodo is... It would be a D. Like, it's trash. Like, don't play it without the partner. Like, that's the only way to play this card is as a partner pair. (laughs) So you're counting it as a five mana? That's very good. (laughs) No, think of it as a two. It's like, yeah. You got to have the other one out. And then you need to attack. And you jump through these hoops. And then if you're good, you draw a card. It's bad Tizna, though. But it's like, it's good value. Like, Frodo's a 1-3. He can't attack. He's going to die. Yeah, well, no, no, no. no. Remember, gotta, because gotta, the ring gotta, makes it, gives it skulk. Yeah, the ring gives yeah, it you, skulk. Yeah, you got to use the ring abilities onto Frodo, and then you draw a card. Like, that's the payoff. Yeah, but all you need to do to get the skulk is gain three life one time with Frodo on the battlefield. And, and Sam makes the food token on your each combat, so you have the food to gain the three life. So, it like, it, together it makes a lot of sense. It's very it cute. plays pretty well. I see some value there, but is that... Worth I mean, it? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, is this A? You're scared of this? 
there's a lot of new food synergies like from this set. Yeah, there, there's so. like an Aowen shield maiden on one side, and there's a Frodo deck. And you're like, oh, we gotta kill the Frodo deck. Watch it. <laughs> you know, they're, I, they're I pop off and draw a card. It's kind of like its greatest strength is you're not paying attention to Frodo and Sam. You're dealing with Aragorn and Gandalf at the Black Gate while. <laughs> While Frodo and Sam, Frodo's <laughs> just drawing a card and looting every single turn. Everybody's not paying attention to this one through skulking around Mount Doom, you know? <laughs> and then and then boom, like all of a sudden he gets there. You know, you're drawing an extra card every single turn. You're looting, so your card selection is, is better. You're doing a little bit of extra damage, and then wham, you're done. It's over. Frodo throws the, the I, potatoes <laughs> into, the, into the volcano. That's how it works. <laughs> I don't know if I buy this, but maybe it's a B. It's it's a yeah, very. I'll, I'll admit I'll cute. admit that maybe it's a B, but like I, I'm I, I don't know about an A. I'll, I'll, I'll bump it up action. to a B. It's, yeah, it's a it'll one. it'll impress you. It'll impress you when you see it in action. I think. Okay. Not okay. Sam and Bill. I'm sure we'll see lots of photos. Actually, the fact uh, that Sam and Bill isn't isn't like a, a partner pairing is upsetting. The fact that you knew <laughs> it was Sam and Bill is fantastic. It, that shows that you're a doctorate. It's such a sad story, though. Like 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 Bill was. Uh, whatever, we're not gonna. We're not gonna, we're not gonna they, they should have just made Mega Partner. Like you, you yeah. cast one fellowship <laughs> member, you get the whole fellowship with you. They all come. That's right. Mega like Partner. That's what we were only if they call it Mega Partner. Like Mega. that's the main thing. Oh no, fellowship. Right? No, it mega partner. He's got to be mega partner. No, but then they, yeah, they enter a plus one plus one count. Okay, Frodo Baggins. This is this is the budget Frodo here. It's uncommon. Selesnia, green and white, one three. When it ETBs uh, or another legendary ETBs, the ring tempts you. As long as Frodo's your ring bearer, it must be blocked if able. Uh, D's across the board, Tover, a little higher with the C. <laughs> I think that's a combo of Frodo Baggins, is there not? <laughs> I mean, is there? what, what is does the combo? the combo do? Like, force Sonic them to the block hedgehog. and then they have to sacrifice or something? Yeah. Well, you get <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog on the battlefield, right? <laughs> the, the secret lair. And then, uh... Okay, okay. Frodo Determined Hero, my favorite card here. I'm very sad to see his ratings here. Two mana, two, two. Uh, when he ETBs, uh, you may attach target equipment you control with mana value 2 or 3 to Frodo. As long as it's your turn, prevent all damage that would be dealt to Frodo. Or when he ETBs are attacks, you can attach, sorry. And it's mono white. And uh, C average, but I'm propping up Frodo with an A. Everyone else Jeez. got C's and D's. Really? What do, what do you like about Jeez. it, Richard? I'm I'm curious why you're so you high on it. You can equip all swords for free. <clears throat> True. Like, but it ETBs in every attack, and then you can't actually kill Frodo in combat with damage. Like, is that not scary? <laughs> they were yeah, really I'm afraid of Colossus Hammer, like, weren't they? <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I think it's a it's a tough sell because you have SRAM, which is like busted equipment commander, and then you just got new Kemba that equips for free and makes oh, other creatures. Yeah. That's also two mana. There's like many, many two drops that do what Frodo does, but better and work no, with Frodo. Colossus Hammer. Frodo's a bad Balan wandering knight because you pay two mana and you just attach everything onto Balan, and then Balan also gets double strike. So well, that, Arden, that's how you right? kill people. Ar- Arden also attaches everything, but yeah. yes, it's a worse Arden, but still kill you. It's not exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That's, like that's three and true. two mana. There's a lot of good equipment at three and two mana, right? I guess uh, the other commanders you can drop your like eight drop uh, equipment and equip still, but Frodo cannot. 
You know what? I think it's a B. It's, it's okay, I give solid it a equipment commander, but like, I don't only think it's as good as Yeah. Okay, because I'm, it can't equip a cauldron? That I, it equips dousing dagger? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it can't it equip a cauldron. It, it equips every D. sword. It <laughs> equips sword <laughs> of the anime. Like, what more do you need? Caldra. Caldra, Richard. So I'm moving it back. That's a plus. You don't have to waste three slots of your deck for cauldron pieces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we got the last Frodo, which is Sauron's Bane. A single white mana, one, two. It's a level up card, so you can pay two ores off mana. And then it becomes a two, three uh, with lifelink. And then if it's the previous state and you pay three black mana, it gains whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player. That player loses the game if the ring has tempted you four more times this game. Uh, we got two Bs and two Cs. We we tried brewing a deck last week on Frodo, and our 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 conclusion was you can kill one person, and then cross your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Basically. it's probably it's probably just. A C, uh, okay, can we ha, have we since then discovered a way to kill the table? Or yeah, the, um, Frodo? the same way I told oh, you Frodo. last week. <clears throat> infect. <laughs> you feel this is an infect toxic deck. That still doesn't kill multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it will. It just doubly kills one person. <laughs> All right. It's cute. I don't know. I, I I gave it a B just because I was like, it's cute. But like, no, it's not good. All right. We're, we're going to move on to Galadriel. Uh, three versions. Elven Queen is the mythic version. Four mana Simic, four five, Will of the Council. At the beginning of each combat on your turn, if another elf entered the battlefield under your control this turn, starting with you, each player votes for Dominion or Guidance. If Dominion gets more votes, the ring tempts you. Then you put a plus one plus one counter on your ring bearer. If Guidance gets more votes or the vote is tied, draw a card. Uh, Sees across the board. This is a lot of text on a mythic that doesn't really amount to much. <laughs> But tell me this get Galadriel isn't just sweet in that voting commander, the one that we had earlier where people vote your way or don't. Yeah. Oh, that's good than the 99, but like yeah. it's a lot of text to basically say your opponents are going to make you get a plus one counter and be tempted by the ring. <laughs> like, that's, yep. that's very, I wish you could just draw a card for four mana each turn. Please but use the other commanders. Like, ignore the voting. I'm just going to draw a card and then we'll move on with our lives. You couldn't even draw a card, and also you have to play an elf just to have, to just have this bad I'm surprised it's a mythic. But okay, so we got Galadriel Gift Giver, five mana, four, four, mono green. When it ETBs or attacks, choose one, put a plus one, plus one counter on another target creature, create a food token. And create a treasure token. Uh, this one, we are giving a C's across the board again with the Crim site lower at D. Yeah. Doesn't really do much for five. C mana, might right? be generous, yeah. Especially yeah, in the like, world of elves with Azuris and just like so many really like strong elf commanders. Five exactly. mana to like maybe make a treasure, get a single counter. Like just, just it doesn't do much compared to the other elf legends we have. Yeah, so like, why why would I want it? All right, like, it, and it's it's such a steep cost for how little it does. One last hope, uh, Galadriel of Lothlorien, three mana Simic, three three. Whenever the ring tempts you, if you chose a creature other than Galadriel as your ring bearer, scry three. Whenever you scry, you may reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped. Uh, two A's from me and Tomer, B for Seth, C for Krim. Averaging out to a B. 
Krim, this is a scry matters. It's like it's like Risen Reef or something here, right? It's a scry matters, like ramps you. Really? See? It's okay. Garbage. It's okay. Like, yeah, like I mean, like I, I I guess like it does do a lot. I mean, maybe maybe a B because it does allow you to get the thing and put it onto the field and not the hand. So I, I you know what? Yeah, okay. Maybe maybe a maybe a B. Sure. It's a yeah, three be. mana whenever you scry yeah. rampant growth. Like that's yeah. that's a really good. Yeah, and well, then if you not, have not exactly rampant, rampant growth. Maybe but yes. <laughs> a lot of the times, sort yeah. of you can rampant growth. But, but, like, but I, I see what you're getting at, and yeah, like it's, it's probably mana. better than a C. Yeah, it's, it's like imagine having cross. a risen reef in your command zone. Like oof. it's it's sweet with retreat to coral helm because that can like the, put oh, the yeah. land into play, and then you scry one, and if you hit another land, you put it into play. I want to build like this and like. 98 lands and <laughs> retreat to Korham and just put all the it's lands just, into play and yeah, then die. Just, I guess. Another Simic land this is obviously... You yeah. got Silver Library, like, yeah. you got Dividing Top. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd rate this as an F in terms of my enthusiasm for this card, but I rate it as an as like a high B or an A for, for how strong it is. Alright, now it's time for the man himself with one, two, three, four, five, five. versions. Gandalf. Five. <laughs> We'll start with Friend of the Shire, 4 mana 2-4. Uh, uncommon, at, it's blue, it has flash. You may cast sorcery spells as though they had flash. When the ring tempts you, if you chose a creature other than Gandalf, uh, draw a card. So, Friend of the Shire, we got two Ds and two Cs. This card is poo-poo, dude. This card is draw good. card. What? You get good. Draw, it says draw it's card a, right there. It's, it's a good 99 card for ring tempt you decks, I think. Like, But okay. as your commander, yeah. Eh. Yeah, this is a pretty bad commander. Okay, we we will we will add red, and that we all know blue and red makes gray. So Gandalf the Gray <laughs> is a five True. mana. Is it three True. four? Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, choose one that hasn't been chosen. You may tap or untap target permanent. Gandalf deals three damage to each opponent. Coffee target instant or sorcery spell you control. Uh, choose new targets. Put Gandalf on top of its owner's library. Uh, C's across the board. D slightly lower for Krim. So five mana payoff that really doesn't do anything and it resets himself. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I show. I get it. Like maybe, maybe it is the most flavorful thing because you know the meme of a Gandalf player in Magic. You do nothing, and the best part is it did nothing and then reset itself. <laughs> so it can come back and do more nothing. I don't know, man. This is this is good. <laughs> No, so you don't recast it. Is, it. Okay, it okay. Good. Yeah. Off the white afterwards. I, I think this is like actually him, kind of bad. This is kind of bad, dude. There's just so many spellslingers. It's pretty bad. There's so many spellslinger commanders. Like, if you want to play it for fun, just like take Niv Mizzet Perun out of your good deck and put this in its place, <laughs> and you'll win way less, but you get to play a Gandalf deck. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And also, every single time you put it on top of your library, you say, fly, you fools. Yes, and then he'd go under the table. Gandalf the White. It's surely, surely this must be broken, right? For lore reasons. Five mana, four five flash. You may cast legendary spells and artifact spells as if they had flash. If a legendary permanent or artifact entering or leaving the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control, that ability triggers an additional time. So uh, Gandalf, Panharmonicon, Panharmonicon, bees across the board, Panharmonicon. Yeah, it's good, right? <laughs> it, it, it's enter and leaving, but it's a legendary permanent. 
or That's... artifact. So when this was first spoiled, I did a little research on it. The main challenge is playing this as your commander. There's just not that many legendary ETB creatures that are mono white. Like that's that's kind of the challenge. Like the ones that you actually want to play. Like you get like Ow has a good death trigger, but like the easiest stuff, the Muldrifters, the Spirited Companions, like they're not legendary. So I think that's the biggest challenge. I guess you can play it as like an eggs commander with artifacts that enter the battlefield. But I'm oh, much God. more excited to play like this <laughs> oh, in the 99 God. of a five color legendary panharmonic style deck like some sort of panharmonicon joda deck with gandalf in the 99 rather than this being my commander i just don't think so there's enough support it, it in works in an indirect manner right so if you have elish norn who's like also a panharmonicon but legendary and then you play another random non-legendary creature it triggers the elish norn and then the elish norn doubles because of gandalf is that how this works um no, nope. because it says I'm confused. a legendary primer or artifact entering the battlefield causes a trigger. Oh, no, it has to be the other way. It has to be the other way. You have to have a, a, a legendary thing enter and it triggers a non-legendary thing and it doubles. That that can work. Yeah, if you yeah. play something that's like when a creature enters the battlefield, make a food token. Yeah, and a legend entered the battlefield and triggered it, it would work, right? Yeah. Okay. This is all cool. But, but just artifacts work, right? So artifacts. This, this <laughs> artifacts are the easy guy, way. Right? I didn't look it After up. That's why I left it as a B. But like, this card has to be good. It works with all artifacts, and artifacts are just broken. And it's legendary permanents. It doesn't have to be creatures. So, like, I don't know. I put it as a B. So, but mono I think white it could artifact deck. Yeah. It would be okay, a mono we'll, we'll white deck. We'll let Sam do this kind of modicon thing, and then we'll, we'll evaluate the final list. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we're not done with all the Gandalfs. We still got two more. <laughs> Westward Voyager. Three green and a blue, five, five. Whenever you cast a spell with mana value 5 or greater, each opponent reveals the top card of their library. If any of those cards share a card type with that spell, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for that copy, and each opponent draws a card. Otherwise, you draw a card. Bs across the board, except Krim at C. This is so average. Is this it? Is like a, yeah. Okay. If you cast a spell of value five or greater, each opponent will totally rise. You get to copy your spells, right? And then you get to draw a card. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Well, your opponent gets to draw a card if you get to copy a spell. What? Yes, but if you all did, your opponents you get to copy draw a yeah. card, actually. Yeah. So, I, Wait, do they so all get to? Yeah, each, each opponent. Each yeah. opponent draws each a card. Opponent, yeah. This card is not very good, but it's like I. Okay, so it's a lot of text. It's very confusing. And it ends up being just like bad emoji, which I actually like. So emoji is like whenever you cast a Rich just went to a C as well. Yeah. See, like, yeah, it's not good. It's the thing. It's just like not amazing. It's like, cool, I get a copy, but everybody gets a card. And, but for some reason, I thought only one person got the card, but everyone gets the card. Here's my pitch on this card. So emoji is mana value six, you get the cascade. And it also has cascade by itself, and it's Simic. And the problem with Emoti is everybody's like, oh, it's an uncommon. It's not that bad. You know, it's not Maelstrom Wanderer. And then it ends up just like crushing tables because it's actually high power because it's Simic. And this one is actually like bad Emoti. So if you want to play an Emoti deck, but like you don't want to crush <laughs> tables, then you swap out Emoti for Gandalf Westward Voyager and you're kind of group huggy and you're still getting a lot of value, but you know, it's not as, not as busted. Tomer's giving you the tips on how That's to, it. how to, how to, how to play Gandalf. Stuff. How to pump stuff right <laughs> now. He's, like, he's, he's giving you the pointers. 
Okay. I mean, so if you're at a, if you're on a Modi deck and you can't play it anymore because your, your friend group hates you, so if your deck is too good, put in this card. <laughs> yeah, make your deck significantly worse so you can play with your friends again. All right, we got it. <laughs> That's a small <laughs> the, the pub stomper secret. <laughs> Last Gandalf, White Rider, another four mana three three. We have a lot of four mana three threes in the set. Uh, Avatar Wizard Vigilance it's mono white whenever you cast a spell creatures you control get plus one plus zero until end of turn scry one when it dies put it into its owner's library fifth from the top it's a weird tuck going on there and then how two C's and two D's okay Tober had it as a B originally I had it as a C oops should be a D I think yeah (laughs) what is the upside is it not just like every other four mana uncommon thing we've seen that pumps your team yeah I mean it's it's kind of repeatable but (laughs) is this not all your creatures have pseudo prowess except instead of getting a toughness boost you get scry but you're in mono white but you're mono white defiant strike effect's not bad right like I don't know bad. about that, dude. I think it's pretty <laughs> bad. That's why I wanted to hear Seth because Seth had it a B. I'm like, man, Seth is on that like that. I think I think it was C, I, but yeah. I mean, I play oh, in like Narset. It would be sweet in the 99 in Narset, I think. But it sure, triggers yeah, off yeah, every yeah. spell. So is this not just good in like a go wide deck as part of the 99? <clears throat> like, scries a bunch. It's, it it's a go wide that you need to you need to like cast lots of spells while you're you're at this. <laughs> like you. you like tokens, like, like cheap yeah. token makers, maybe. Yeah, yeah. What if I you're mean, in it's not matters and whites somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, I, I'm not. I'm not I mean, like lie you here. could theoretically. You have a mentor of the meek or something, and you just like chain one drops together and pop yeah. off, and then try to pump your team and kill someone. This is a lot of work. If you can yeah, make you can Gandalf green or blue, he would be awesome in those Simic Scry commanders. I'm just saying. Yeah, but he can't. I'm so. just surprised that. Gandalf had so many cards, and all all of them are not that great. Like the best one is Gandalf the White, and that's just okay. Like Gandalf the White good. is gas. I'm going to show you all. All right, uh, I like, like it. I, I'm sorry, Gandalf the White is really good. I thought. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I was expecting something more from Gandalf, and I'm a little bummed about it. Like the <laughs> I mean, the, it, the it shows his progression in power sure. level throughout the the thing, so it kind of works. Okay, right? it's awful, yeah. so it makes sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gilrian, Gilrian, Gilrian. I don't even know this character. Gilrian, uh, Dunedin Protector. Mom. Oh, two and a white, two, yep. three. Legendary creature, human noble, uh, noble. Two mana tap, exile another target creature you control. You return that creature to the battlefield under its owner's control. If you don't, at the beginning of next end step, return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control with vigilance and a lifelink counter. It's like a blink commander. Okay, we got all C's, but stuff with the B. There's a lot of work to add a, a counter on something. You get to blink things, though. Yeah, it's it's good with Panormonicons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Your spirited my. companions, Richard. You two mana on. draw a card oh. every turn. You got the two and mana tap to blink. <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? Since it's it's you know Aragorn's uh, mom, it's literally Panormonimum, right? You could also maybe. Sure. Maybe maybe B's yeah. a bit high. Maybe it's more of a C. It might be more of a C, but still, like you can blink this. things. No. Yeah, Dark I mean bubble. you can also remove things like from blocking and stuff like that because you can blink wow. it till the next end step. Cre- well, yeah. But you can only blink your creature. Oh, wait, no, yeah. no, you can't yeah. even do that. It's, it's your. It's creatures. not. It's not displacer. It's yeah. not a displacer. Effect. But you, yeah. Hmm. 
you can attack and then blink something that your opponent blocks unprofitably to save it wow. from combat, like a like a really and bad you, maze of it. <laughs> and you spent two mana and tapped her to do this. And yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe okay. And then you're like, why? Maybe I would bad. just play <laughs> a Muriel or whatever the unicorn is, right? Like, <laughs> Preston, the unicorn. Yeah, there's a lot of other options. All right, she only had one card. She wasn't destined to be good. Uh, we got Gimli, who has three cards. Three and a red, four, three, uncommon trample. When Gimli, when every creature an opponent controls dies, Gimli deals one damage to that creature's controller. Um, so bad, right? We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't care about the counter of kills here. Uh, all D's across the board. Mournful Avenger is red and green, uh, three mana, three, two, has indestructible as long as two or more creatures died under your control this turn. Whenever another creature you control dies, put a plus one plus count plus one plus one counter on Gimli. When this ability resolves for the third time this turn, Gimli fights up to one target creature you don't control. Uh, that's a lot of work for a C for, average. We, yeah. we actually got two Bs: Tomer and Seth with the Bs, Krim with the D, myself with the it's, C. It's like Gruel Aristocrats. I think that's like a cool color combination for for a sacrifice deck. So the payoff instead of the table dying, you get to fight someone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think it's you're like already three people. Like you sack enough stuff, it gets big. You fight down the things. You swing in with your big axe or whatever he uses, hammer, and then like I think it, I think it works. <laughs> and my hammer. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, that, <laughs> I, I think Rural really? Aristocrats is a cool design space, and it's not, it's not good, but it's not yeah, bad. It's, a good I, it's not that bad, yeah. You have to have the payoff three creatures like, dying. <laughs> yeah, like, it's so hard, dude. Like, are you kidding? If it were just, like, each creature dying, then obviously that'd be a bit strong, but, like, whatever. Like, all right. There's oh, got to be a last combo. It's a, it's a, it's a C. Maybe there's I a like, combo, like but it doesn't idea. look... I don't know. You just fight, though. Like, that's the end thing. Uh, we got Ghibli okay. of Glittering Caves. Two in a red, one, one. Double strike. Whenever another legendary creature ETBs under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on Ghibli. When it deals combat damage to a player, create a treasure token. Uh, we got Glittering Caves. A for Tomer. C for Richard. B for Crimson. I think I rated this wrong. I actually really like this. This, this is this card not cracked? Like, each time it's attacking, it's doing a buttload of damage yeah. and also making you two treasures? Yeah. You I gotta hit someone, like though. Yeah. I have this is like Chump strength. City here. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta put the equipment on. <laughs> All right. So, but if this is your commander, obviously you're going to, like, throw on, you're... like, swords and stuff. A sword of X and Y, get your protection, get your evasion. Double but you also... Combat yeah. triggers. Uh, but you also want... A lot of legendary creatures, though, right? You have this weird mixture of like wanting a lot of legends, but also wanting to like Voltron equipment. Like, if I was gonna yeah. Voltron it, I could just Voltron on double strike <laughs> and the pumping ability, right? Like, I, I don't need those other abilities. So, what? to me, this card needed treasure? some natural evasion, and then I could just play it and then go to work on someone and like pump myself up and, and get something. So, it, would like, w- would you play this or the extra combat thing for mono red legends? Extra combat. Extra combat you think this. is stronger what? than this? What? Uh, this this is very no clearly I could put way. any red commander and load up my five swords and do just as much work <laughs> <laughs> than, than Ghibli. I, I would do the extra combat one, I think. I kind of just like it in the 99 of a treasure deck. Like just like I mean, sure. comes down early, try to attack people, but 
Yeah, I think I would play extra combats too if I had to play Mono Red Legends. He he really needed Mountain Walk. If he had Mountain Ooh, Walk, I think there we I go. That that would be good. <laughs> and then you could play Blood Moon, and no one would be upset. Oh, yes. that would be no so mean. That would be really good, actually. <laughs> people were upset right. when I played Blood Moon in my Werewolf deck, so I think people get upset about anything, honestly. <laughs> it's fine. When, you, when they're upset, you just kill them after they're upset. They're out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> cool off. <laughs> Go take a lap. <laughs> uh, okay. Gloin, Dwarf, Emissary. Three mana, three, three. Whenever you cast a historic spell, create a treasure token. This ability yeah. triggers only once each turn. Tap, sack a treasure, goad target creature. Yeah. Yo, uh, it's Gloin. Like, <laughs> just a C, mediocre. But I, I, okay, so this this kind of sucks. Like, Gloin is, like, you know, I thought, I thought he'd be a little bit cooler, but yeah. Okay, this is once, once per turn, once per turn restriction kills yeah, it. It makes it. kind of a bad card. Oh, I mean, the he makes a treasure. He goads. I like goading. Goading's a little bit underrated, <laughs> I think. But I mean, he's not. Are you gonna really chat sack your treasure though that you work so hard for it? <laughs> yeah, you, you have like your once per turn. Big creature on the battlefield. And I'm like, yeah, hey. so you play Dockside. <laughs> you play yeah. Yeah, okay. and then you start sacking them one one each turn to goad something. <laughs> 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 and okay. combo that, that would be Gloin carrying, not Dockside. Glorfindel, Dauntless Rescuer, three mana, three two. Elf Noble, uh, it's green. Whenever you scry, choose one and Glorfindel, Dauntless Rescuer, uh, get plus one plus one till end of turn. Wait, what? Choose one. Okay, choose one of this list, and then it also gets plus one plus one till end of turn. And then the two options are: it must be blocked if able this turn, and it can't be blocked by more than one creature each combat this turn. Uh, this this is pretty bad. We got D's across the board. I, That's a lot of text. He does nothing. Yeah, this guy killed the Balrog. <laughs> well, this guy that killed the Balrog, he must have scryed his way to a pretty good spell. His- <laughs> yeah. He also got reincarnated even stronger than before after he killed the Balrog. And this is maybe this is the Not level up. Mega Gorfindel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets a plus one, plus one counter. <laughs> he was reincarnated not as a slime. All right, <laughs> go, go to the next one. All right, Goldberry, River Daughter, two mana blue, one three. Tap it, move a counter of each kind not on Goldberry from another target permanent you control onto Goldberry. Blue and tap, move one or more counters from Goldberry onto another target permanent you control. If you do, draw a card. Uh, three Bs and a C. I gave it a C. Actually, that's a, that's a lie. That's a lie. My, okay, Krimis downgraded her to a C. I, so I you just move stuff fun. around and draw a card. Does that does that warrant? It's, it's like mono blue sagas. Like you can keep reusing your sagas, removing counters, adding okay, other okay. ones, or like charge counter synergies. That's the part that I think is interesting. Like move around plus one plus one counter is not interesting at all. But there's unique counters you can move around. Promise is mono blue. It also True. has to tap. To, it's so it's you, no every turn it's no cheesy. Into, that's like, for sure. That's yeah, it's no cheesy. <laughs> I don't know, to save cards, you one saga counter. This card is interesting. It's worse than Arwen, but mm. I think it's unique. Like, it's I rate it. I rate unique. it highly because it's like unique. I think, and we haven't seen yes. a lot like it. Yeah, moving unique like. But as far as power, yeah, maybe like, I'm yeah. overrating it because maybe. Maybe its uniqueness is blinding me to its actual power level, which probably isn't that high. Okay. And then to cap things off, we got Gollum. Wait, who does the Gollum impression here? 
Krim. Hit us uh, up with your knowledge. Professor Krim. We got obsessed stalkers. Two mana, one, one. It's black. It has gold. At the beginning of your end step, each opponent dealt combat damage this game by a creature named Gollum. Loses life equal to the amount of life you gained. Uh, three A's and a B. This is really strong, right? A. I, I love this card. Wait, what? Do we you just tag card? everyone. And it has skull because it's not hard to tag. And then you just gain a bunch of life and everyone dies. Can you? Like, I will say, though, white, like... You could just, like, begin of immortality and, like, nonsense to gain tons of life. But black? Mono black? Black has, like, like green merchants, mass drain yeah, effects. Gary. Yeah, like, uh, exsanguinate. Stuff like that, I think, oh, is probably the, best way, to, the yeah. best way to go. Although... I learned this playing this yes. over the weekend. Like, it does have to be on the battlefield. It's not like yes. making an emblem. So if Gollum dies, yeah. its ability doesn't do anything. So you're oh. going to have to kind of, like, Voltron it, sort of, to, like, make sure it stays recast on the battlefield. Gollum, but that's bad well, you with can recast Gollum. Like, you can recast right? it. Yeah, you can recast it. But, yeah. but yes, keep that in mind. If someone kills it in response to your Gary or whatever, like, nothing happens. Oh, you still you have to kill it. They have to kill it before the end step. That's it. Or before the end step, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is cool, it's though. Pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. cool. Doubles yeah. up your life. Not game. an A. It is but, like, but, but, like but, okay, okay, B, a B. Y'all give it A. Okay. We're gonna stop before he goes even lower. I'm staying in the I like it. I don't know. It's actually pretty unique too. You gotta do the hand movements you're playing the card, you know, like I really liked it in the in the ninety nine. But I mean, if Krim does the impression every single time I cast it, that's solid. Give it the rating. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to do the impression every that. time. You play this yeah, card. If, if I cast this, if I cast Golem every single time, and Krim had to do the impression, I would give it an S. <laughs> All right, we got we got Bishop Fodder. <laughs> Two mana, three one mono black. When it leaves the battlefield, the ring tempts you. Black sacrifice a creature. Return Golem from the graveyard to your hand. Activate this only as a sorcery. Wait, why do you guys... Uh, uh, two, three Bs okay, and okay. a C. What's it's going okay. on? Okay. You you like golems left okay. the when, I, when, I, when I rated this, it was because I wasn't rating it only as a commander, just as a card in the deck, or a commander. So this, I think this, that, is, this is not uh, a good commander. Okay, here, here's my pitch. The ring it's a sack outlet that can sit in your graveyard. Okay. So it That's just sits true. in the graveyard, and you have a sack outlet forever. And then, presumably, there's some looping combo here. But why would you not just use uh, the zombie? Uh, but I think a sack outlet that sits in your graveyard—that's got to be worth something, right? My Is my it? thought was some sort of combo no. potential. <laughs> Although I don't—I mean, I haven't figured out exactly what the combo is yet. But I feel like there's really yeah. one thing, and it costs black. Yeah. Hmm. You like Ashdod's altar and sack and like uh, pitiless plunder. There's got to be some can, sort can of. Can you do a grave crawler loop here? It sits That's what I'm trying to envision. Zone? Some sort of grave so crawler loop from the command more, zone. It's sitting in your command zone. <laughs> so it's like what? a free combo piece. If you want to combo that valley, why don't you just run like the Ogmoth or like the <laughs> yeah, I guess I, combo? So that is, remember when you said your deck was too okay, scary okay. and you had to, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. to All right. Maybe okay. maybe it's more of a C actually now that you actually. Right, I, I'm me still a gollum believer. So someone break this card. I, I think it has potential. Okay. Um, but uh, I could I could understand the C's. 
Uh, last one, scheming guy. I think Krim will like this one. Uh, two I mana, love this one. Two one black. When it attacks, look at the top two cards of your library. Put them back in any order. Then choose land or non-land. An opponent guesses whether the top card of your library is the chosen kind. Reveal that card. If they guess right, remove Golem from combat. Otherwise, you draw a card and Golem can't be blocked this turn. Dude, this card is <laughs> hilarious, dude. Yes. Wait, were the riddles dude. in Lord of the Rings or the <laughs> Hobbit? I don't remember. Uh, that was that was the dude, Hobbit. That was yeah, the Hobbit, right? This is a throwback to the Hobbit here. No, but the, no, the scheming guide is he's he's uh, bringing Frodo and Sam into Shelob's lair, and he's like, "This is yep. a secret entrance into Mordor and stuff." Like, he's this is how we get to the mountain. He's, so he's yeah. scheming where was the to get. Huh? Was there guessing in that part? I don't remember. Uh, I mean, you have to. I don't know about the guessing. Well, guess. the, the guessing is the 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 riddles. No, okay, interesting. You have to trust Smeagol. <laughs> is it is it good? We we gave we gave him a C after all. Mm. We don't trust him. Is it good? Well, well, okay. I might be rating this a bit higher because I just love the play mechanic more than the actual power level of the card. So I think like in reality, I should probably give this about like a C to maybe even a D. But but like the play style of it, the mechanics of it is really fun. It is a cool design. I definitely think it's a cool design. Power level wise, it's what like draw an extra card half the time, essentially. I think it's even yeah. less than half the time. Don't isn't it just correct to just choose uh, non lands more? Often? I guess because there's gonna be more non lands. Well, you can manipulate. But when yeah, you but... know that your opponent would be correct to choose land, oh. so you would be more likely to stack non lands. Like isn't it the mind game thing? Yeah, I guess. I guess 50, 50, 50. So half the time it doesn't do anything, half the time it draws your card. (laughs) Basically. Wait, half the time it's worse, actually. If you don't get unblockable, it's just two ones, so it just just dies. It just just throws itself to (laughs) its death, yeah. (laughs) But that's where you Voltron. You Voltron it? Yo, there it is. Well, no, because there's that that one card, uh, 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 the, the ring in the... In the set, the one that makes it so your your creatures can't be blocked or something. Yeah, I mean the, the ring. ring. You can you can the make ring tempts you mechanic. The yeah, ring bearer. No, and then no, well, he's not that, blockable. Is it, is it like like Frodo's ring or something? It's an artifact. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Ring, or is it? Yeah, it's. Fr- I mean, yes, Frodo's we can add ring. more cards to make him good, but he's already <laughs> good. He's already <laughs> good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't he's even know how to make him good. Just less likely to jump attack. All right, and with that, uh, we we are going to take an intermission because uh, we we've managed to plow our way through half of Lord of the Rings, so one point five movies. But your friend didn't tell you you do director's cut afterwards. <laughs> but we, we're at Gollum, uh, so we're going to do the rest of the cards next episode. Uh, so far, last before we go, initial impressions so far, flavor. Power? I mean, flavor's great. Power is medium <laughs> to low. <laughs> it's like like low. The power lo- like the power levels, I think there's only like two, I, three cards that might actually I, be like kind of nuts. I will say our grading, I think, did this set a bit of a disservice. I think the power level looks worse because we're grading these cards as if there are it's commanders. Command. Yeah, when correct. like 10 of these cards are designed to be our commanders. 50 of them are designed to be played in limited. And then the other 50 are like, it's supposed to be in the 99 in commanders. So I feel like yeah. we're probably ranking them in a way that looks worse than it actually is. Because a lot of cards that we're giving C's to and D's to, 
I'm actually really hyped to play in the 99 of Arius deck. So I think partly our focus on commanders is keeping the grades lower than it would be otherwise. So I think the power right. level as your commander is low, but... <laughs> they're probably still Cs, but you'd play yeah. them in your deck because they're like on theme and like they, yeah. there's a reason for it, right? Like it's yeah. a high, like, highly I, synergistic I, I deck, but you wouldn't just plop them in generic decks, uh, but you would plop yes. them in a very specific deck and they would do work. Yeah, a right. lot of these yeah, yeah. I would I would rank low as a commander, but I rank them much higher in the, the 99. And also, legendary creatures mattering is a theme in the limited format. So I think a lot of these aren't even meant to be commanders. Like, Baragond of the Guard, I don't think was ever... The designer was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait until people build Baragond as their commander. <laughs> I, I don't think well, that we, was... Uh, Baragond fan, uh, fan club <laughs> is uh, shambles here. We're going to have to yeah, show you. <laughs> I'm on team Butterbur myself. Very disappointed. Look, Farber caught like Farmer <laughs> going to do some work here. I don't know how he weaseled his way into a good card, but here we are. Farmer Khan was in the command commander pre-con, so he had a he had a good start. As far uh, okay, this is a little bit like I know we've gone long, but is Farmer Khan even part of the movie? I just watched the movies. Is that the guy when they were like trying to steal the fruit or something, and they, they came out and like rah, get out of my field, you dang hobbits? Is it like that guy? Different one. Oh, okay. I thought, that, I thought maybe he was. Let's, let's, let's weigh in our two doctors here, Dr. Anime and Dr. Lord of the Rings. What do we got? I don't, <laughs> we don't know who Farmer it's, Cotton is. Wait, what about when I read the flavor text? So that's it's begun at last. I've been itching for trouble all this year. No, that's that's <laughs> when they lead in the rebellion against Sharky, which was Saruman, which was not in the movies. It was in the book. Oh, uh, was this like from The Hobbit or whatever? Like from? No, it was Lord of the Rings. So the book. after the Lord oh, okay. of the Rings, the movie ends. Then Saruman, he doesn't die in the in the in the books. He actually oh. travels to, to to the Shire and he takes over and he industrializes it and he enslaves the hobbits. And then Frodo, Sam, and the and the Hobbit ship, um, they lead a rebellion and they kick him out and he dies. Wow, that's a pretty big part of the story they left out of those movies. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, you, wanted you wanted them to add more to the movie? You wanted another hour and a half in your movie? Is that what you wanted, Seth? We need a quadrology instead of a trilogy, whatever it would be. We need Don't four. Yeah. Ideas. They're going to like tack on a fourth movie. Peter Jackson presents, <laughs> Peter Jackson presents the Battle of All right. So join us back here next week where we do part two of Lord of the Rings. And there's some really strong cards in part two as well. So I'm excited to see that. And uh, we'll finish off our fellowship members. And uh, we got Sauron in there. So there's some spicy cards in the second half. So we'll see you all back here next week. See ya.